Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi with you. Good Thursday afternoon. It almost feels like the start of the weekend. Richard Cross and Michael Borky with you to start the show. Brian Haydad will join us in a few minutes. He had a, uh, a family matter that he had to attend to that is making him a few minutes late today, but he will join us in progress in just a few minutes. In the meantime, we welcome you to Sports Talk Mississippi. If you want to be a part of the conversation, well, we welcome you to that as well. On the Ceasefire text line, 601 879 4395. Again, 601-879-4395. Told you this for at least weeks, maybe months. It's time to unlimit your data. No constraints. $45 unlimited. That's only from prepaid by C Spire. Get unlimited on C Spire's, uh, C Spire's nationwide 5G network for just $45 with auto pay. No credit checks, no hidden fees. Learn more at cspire.com slash Prepaid. So we're going to dive into these matchups this afternoon. Uh, you know, there are a couple of, Borky, honestly, there are a couple of games this weekend involving SEC teams that just frankly are not all that interesting, if we're being honest. New Mexico State at Alabama doesn't really move the needle. Alabama fans obviously will watch. I doubt New Mexico State fans will. Hold on, Richard. Nick a... Saban called them a dangerous team, so... Yeah, maybe well, we should be interested. I mean, maybe they do things that are dangerous, just not on the football field. So uh, that one's not terribly interesting. Samford at Florida, not terribly interesting. The rest of them, ah, Kentucky at Vanderbilt, really not all that interesting, unless you're looking to see if Kentucky, who started the year 6-0 and and has lost three in a row, can indeed get it back on track. Certainly feels like they will do that this weekend. But the other games have all got a little bit of juice to them. Mississippi State-Auburn, big. Big, big, big. And the odds makers would have you think it's a close game. Auburn's a five-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm a little intrigued by the total in this game. And some of this, Borky, is perception, right? Because still, when you think about a Mike Leach coach team, you think about offense. And Mississippi State, at times, has gotten it going offensively. But when you look at their numbers overall, they just are not putting a ton of points on the board. And you couple that with Auburn's defense, and you couple that with the fact that Auburn offensively is not putting a ton of points on the board. I just raise my eyebrows a little bit when I see Mississippi State-Auburn over under 50. Yeah. Now, that's a big number in the NFL, but that is a small number in today's college football. This take probably varies from state to state. I'm sure there are plenty others, but is there a more underappreciated coordinator in the SEC than Zach Arnett? Because 
States in these, Ooh. I mean, Will Rogers is, is really efficient. He's getting better, all that. I mean, I'm not saying that State is just awful offensively. They are not that. But to your point, all you have to do is look at the numbers. They don't score at a high volume. No. They are in these games because they play good defense. They beat NC State because they played good defense. They beat Texas A&M because they played good defense. They beat Kentucky because they played good defense. And Will Rogers was incredibly efficient, otherworldly efficient that night. But when Kentucky could not move the football at all, that game was dicey early, remember? It took to about the end of the second quarter for State to really grab control. And the reason for that is because they played good defense. That's why they're in these games. So, Mississippi State has scored 30 or more points. One. We're good. We're good. I'm here. Uh, two. Three Welcome times this year. <laughs> Sorry, there I'm he is. Hey, show starts at 3.06, man, but 3.10, you know, whatever works for you, it's good. <laughs> did, did I miss hey, it, mentioning it, Mississippi State's national championship in baseball? Did I miss that? No, you did not. Okay, good. Thank God. All right. So, so Sorry, we're good. No, yeah. but, hey, Dad, just kind of joining in progress, we were talking about just kind of going through the games of interest in the SEC this weekend. And yeah. Auburn-Mississippi State is one of those that is absolutely fascinating for so many mm-hmm. reasons. But I was telling Borky, I still do a little bit of a double take when I see the over-under in a game involving a Mike Leach offense at 50. <laughs> but, but, but there are good reasons for that. And the point that I was making when you sat down, Mississippi State has only scored 30 or more three times this year. They scored 35 in the win against Louisiana Tech. They scored 45 against Vanderbilt. And they scored 31 in the win against Kentucky. Aside from that, uh, 24 in the win over NC State. 29 in the loss to Memphis. 25 in the loss to LSU. 26 in a win against A&M, and 28 in the loss to Arkansas. Mm -hmm. And and so when you couple what Mississippi State has done offensively with what, frankly, Auburn is doing offensively and what Auburn and Mississippi State do defensively, the the under might be the right play. Yeah, it's going to be close to that for for sure. I mean, and it comes back to what we've been talking about. 28-21 is under. Yeah. It comes with what we've been talking about for weeks here, red zone efficiency and now these special teams issues cropping up. Look at State last week, right? They were in the red zone once and missed a 23-yard field goal. Right. But, I mean, that should be a touchdown, right? And then you missed two makeable field goals, 42 and 40. Those are makeable field goals. State's in position to score 41, but they only get the 28 because they, they aren't efficient. In the, and the same goes for LSU. Same goes for basically all those games you mentioned. There were, there were wasted opportunities. So... If State could be efficient the whole game, you know, that's sort of what they were against Kentucky, right? They they, they got in the red zone, they scored. They put 31 on the board. Uh, if they can do it the whole game, yeah, they could they could get 35, 40 points, but they haven't done it all year. So, so Borky, I mean, the 50 kind of makes sense when you really think about it. I'm not sure that I think 56 for a total makes sense in Georgia, Tennessee. Tennessee's defense frankly, is bad. Georgia's going to score in the 30s on Saturday. Yeah. They might score in the 40s on Saturday. Wouldn't be surprised. 
But if you think Tennessee is going to put up a little bit of a fight, and I know that Georgia's defense has only given up like a touchdown a game, but but if you're convinced that Tennessee's offense will do a little bit, then maybe the over is the right play there. I like that. I really, I, I'm still. I mean, I, I thought this Monday. I still think it now. I, I do believe that Tennessee will have a fight. That they will put up a fight. I mean, Richard, you got to see it for yourself. Those people are engaged now, and a hundred thousand people engaged is not an easy place to play, even for Georgia, who's kind of used to atmospheres like this. Every time Georgia goes on the road now, they're like Alabama. Every time Alabama goes on the road, it's that team's Super Bowl. The crowd is as engaged. I mean, every time Alabama goes on the road, it's the biggest crowd of the year for that team. Georgia's becoming that as well. But 102,000 people acting like Tennessee fans have acted can impact a game. The place will be juiced up. Tennessee will be schemed very well because clearly Josh Heupel can scheme offense very well. He's this is good the best at offense that Georgia has faced this year. No and doubt. It's not close. No doubt. It's not close. Clemson, UAB, South Carolina, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Auburn, Kentucky, Florida, Missouri. It's not even close. This is the best offense they've faced this year. Yes. Personnel. Offensive line, They probably Auburn's is probably better. But in terms of quarterback, running and throwing ability, running backs, weapons, absolutely. Now, with all that said, a 38-17 win, which would be a big output for Tennessee and a reasonable output for Georgia, is still under. And, and wow. covers. Covers for Georgia. As a 20-point favorite in this game. Yeah, yeah. Tell you, man, it's going to be nuts, absolutely nuts. I mean, people won't throw golf balls at Kirby Smart, but it'll be it'll be kind of close to that. Don't don't hold don't don't say what they won't do in Tennessee. You never know. True. But that said, what you're telling me, Richard, what I'm hearing you say is this isn't a game to bet. This is a game to watch. I, I, I tend to think. How about South Carolina and Missouri as a pick'em? Now you might argue, nah, I don't know if that game's worth watching, and maybe it's not. But at three o'clock in the afternoon, after the morning games and the morning slate this week is spectacular, and before you get to the night games, you got South Carolina and Missouri stuck in the background. South Carolina playing with some confidence. South Carolina playing for bowl eligibility. Mm-hmm. With three games remaining, including this weekend, and a Missouri team that has been awful defensively appears to still be without Connor Basilak and has been okay offensively, but not like scares you to death. A pick'em game between the battle in the Battle of Columbia's. It is in Como. It is going to be cold on Saturday. Changes everything. Drinkwitz is on it. <laughs> it's a good thing the Gators are not in Como this weekend. I know that. That's next weekend. Uh-oh. And then you get two other games that are How funny will it be if that actually makes the difference, by the way? <laughs> the we made fun game. of it all year. We made fun of it all year. <laughs> we'll be right back. Sports Talk Mississippi. 
Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Checking in on your afternoon commute so far, no reports of any accidents or major areas of congestion. But if you encounter any traffic problems, please contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Push the limits of what's possible in the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. With a bold exterior and premium interior, Outlander reimagines the SUV. Rule the road with Mitsubishi super all-wheel control and wireless smartphone technology. Plus, an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today and get up to 3500 over book value for your trade. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, get Thunderstruck. Super all-wheel control is an available feature on all trim levels. Price terms and vehicle availability may vary. Important restrictions and rules apply. See retailer for limited warranty and more details. Offer ends 12 13 21. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family owned and operated. We are located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High. Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful with trees, shrubs, fall color plants, soils, and mulches. Save the date. Callaway's Christmas Open Houses will be the first two Sundays in November with refreshments and door prizes every half hour. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store with large selection of permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, ornaments, and much more. Our landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Give Callaway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Don't forget Callaway's Christmas Open Houses the first two Sundays in November. You will not be disappointed. Bring your family and enjoy the afternoon. Callaway's Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. You want it. You need it. Here's how you get it. Miss Kelly's Veterans Day Sale. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Monday. Save up to $500 plus 60 months financing. You want it, you need it, get it now. From our huge selection of in-stock inventory, big discounts, no down payment, and no waiting. Four days only at all Miss Kelly's locations. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. Don't hurt yourself. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. think this is going to be a fun show as we dive into these matchups. We're going to continue to look at uh, the games that we were talking about just a moment ago. Deep dive on Mississippi State against Auburn. 
Deep dive on Ole Miss, Texas A&M. That's coming up later in the show. Lee Sterling will join us at uh, 20 minutes after 4 for his weekly segment. We'll get his thoughts. Lee, of course, from Paramount Sports, will join us on the Farm Bureau phone line. And uh, in the 5 o'clock hour, Ryan Brown from the next round in Birmingham will join us. We'll talk some Auburn with him as we uh, we get set for the Dogs and the Tigers on Saturday morning on the Plains. Uh, we've got some news out of college football playoff expansion land. Some tweets and a story this morning from Ross Dellinger that advanced that story a little bit, and they are intriguing. And it's almost, not 100%, but almost like the alliance of really, really, really close friends decided that, yeah, we we need to get to 12 just as quick as we can. So while we're not going to waffle on our principles of, by golly, you made these decisions without us in the room, we're, we're going to kind of maybe soften our stance just a little bit, just a little bit, in a way that we think everybody can get along to the point that perhaps the only remaining holdup is, wait for it, you'll never guess, you'll never guess, in the shadows of the San Gabriel Mountains, the granddaddy Uh, of them all, the Rose Bowl. You know, I want to love the Rose Bowl. I do love the Rose Bowl. I am almost to the point where I don't care if the Rose Bowl ever gets played again. Tradition, screw it. I mean, who lets their hundred-year-old grandfather make decisions? All right, let's let let's let let's let the young kids make the decisions. Two of the right, three members go. of the alliance are very, 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 very good friends. Well, they need to, they need to tell Grandpa, hey, it's time to put you in the home. We're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna move on without you here on this one. How, how about you do this? How about you do this? You say, hey, Rose Bowl, hey, Pasadena. Here's what we're gonna do. We're going to this model. And we'll tell you what the model is coming up in just a few minutes. We're going to this model with or without you. So we will either play the Rose Bowl in Rose Bowl Stadium with your cooperation and the city of Pasadena's cooperation, or we will play the Tulip Bowl at SoFi Stadium. We will play the Carnation Bowl in Las Vegas. It's your call. You decide. So we're, we're good with whatever. But we're not going to hold this up anymore because there's too much money at stake. And if we don't do this, we're not going to get a team in the playoff every year. And we want a team in the playoff every year. So that's how it's going to be. Okay? Good conversation. Thanks. Just let us know. You got 45 minutes. Oh, but contracts and tradition. Ah, whatever. We got lawyers for that and tradition. Yeah, whatever. You know what's better than tradition? We can play in the shadows of the Hollywood sign instead of the shadows of the San Gabriel Mountains. We can play in a new billion dollar stadium instead of a stadium that was built in 1915 that, you know, probably struggles for Wi Fi. Yeah. uh... (laughs) You think? If you're given the choice, right? I know the iconography or whatever with the Rose Bowl, but if you were just, hey, Richard, hey, Brian, I'm going to give you a ticket to watch the same football game at SoFi Stadium or 
in the Rose Bowl. Which experience do you think you would enjoy more? Oh, as as just like just being in the stadium at the game, which one would be a more enjoyable experience for you? It's SoFi Stadium. Well, yeah, I mean, the concession stands better and whatnot. But look, I'm being a little flippant with regard to throwing out the tradition and throwing out the history. I love the idea of the Rose Bowl. And it's a beautiful setting. It's spectacular. But at some point, in terms of progress, we got to move forward. And we're going to move forward with what is best for college football. And frankly, what's best for the Big Ten and the Pac-12. But, as I said, more on that story coming up a little bit later. I want to talk about these other two games as we were kind of going through. So we said New Mexico State, Alabama, not interesting. Sanford, Florida, not interesting. And Kentucky, Vanderbilt, really not all that interesting. South Carolina, Missouri, in the time slot that it's being played, given what's at stake for South Carolina, two very mediocre to bad teams. Although I'm thinking less about that with South Carolina. Oh, they're still that. They just play hard as a football team can possibly play. They are completely bought in. In fairness, their five wins are three... Bad. The word you're looking for is bad. Three group of fives... Who are all bad group of fives. And Vanderbilt... Mm-hmm. And Florida. And, and Florida. Florida. And Florida. What was the what was the deal on Sesame Street? One of these things is not like yeah. the other. Well, that's that's One a very Dan Mullen 2011 kind of uh, winning record right there. Yeah. Um, Texas A&M and Ole Miss. In much the same way that we were talking about Mississippi State and Arkansas, it's fascinating. And there are questions that Borky has said on repeat. He's like a record player that is skipping. How does the game go? I need some answers to questions. Yeah, you, like, who's playing for Ole Miss? You tell me who's playing, and I'll, I'll tell you how the game goes. It's not exactly that simple, but um, we, we, we did briefly touch on that video yesterday, but I do think there's a lot in that. Like, like I was joking about, you know, pausing it, looking at who's in the background and stuff, but but realistically, you did see Braylon Sanders practicing. You did see Dontario Drummond practicing, and most importantly, you saw Matt Corral practicing, which is something that he has not done. Full Sapruder film here. Yep. He's he's, he's breaking it down. Yeah. Back and to the left. But Our that, boy Mattress Mac, by the way, just made the first legal sports wager in Lake Charles. But it looks like he put 400k on the A&M money line. <laughs> really? That'll move it. I, I can't point. tell. Like it, it, it's got his betting slip there, and I, I you know, I, I went full CSI here. I enhance, but it looks like it's 400k. Darren Ravel's going to have a field day with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean th- that that's a big th- that's a big deal. Because, and somebody also told me that you could see Mingo in that. I, I didn't recognize him. I could see jersey number 13 and 11. I could not see jersey number one. Either way, if those two, just forget Mingo for a second. If those two guys are back and are playing the majority of the snaps, Ole Miss can win this game and every game remaining on their schedule. I mean, they, they can beat anybody, really. 
if those guys are healthy, healthy enough, and playing the majority of the snaps, Ole Miss can win this game. If they are not, for whatever reason, their chances really feel slim. It's It feels weird putting the entire outcome of a game on two players, but yeah, no, I understand. with those two players, the offense is different. It is as dynamic as an offense can possibly be with those two guys healthy and playing every snap, or basically every snap. It is as dynamic of an offense can be in all of college football if they're available. But they have to be available. If you made me make a slightly educated guess based on rumor, innuendo, and tidbits of information. Enough qualifiers there? Covered all the bases? Then I would tell you that Braylon Sanders and Dontario Drummond, at the very least, give it a go, but likely play on Saturday. And Jonathan Mingo does not. And I, I, I got nothing on the Mingo deal that really makes me like, like I don't have that confirmed or anything on Mingo. But I was thinking back, so I, I, I interviewed John Rice Plumley post game on Saturday. And I was thinking back about the way that he answered one of the questions. You know, about getting opportunities based on other guys going down. And he talked about how much you hate to see it because guys work so hard and then they just have it taken away from them in a blink because of an injury. But as a result, you get opportunities and you want to make the most of your opportunities. And he just unprompted said, I mean, you know, a guy like Jonathan Mingo, you know, he's just out. And he kind of moved on. He didn't really say anything else there, but I thought that him mentioning Mingo in the way he answered that question did not make me think, oh, well, Jonathan Mingo is probably going to be back next week when we were talking last Saturday afternoon. Lane Kiffin has said that they hope to get Jonathan Mingo back by the back. Back by the bowl game, if not sooner. So he's left a little bit of doubt out there. I mean, it sounds like he's progressing and moving in the right direction. Is he ready to go? Look, man, the bigger issue, though, is mobility for Matt Corral. Will he have that? From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. For your Veterans Day, rain in the forecast, high near 73. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 42. Your finally Friday, sunny skies, high near 69. Friday evening, mostly clear, low all the way down to 38. And for your Saturday, sunny skies, high only to 55. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and 0% interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, 0% interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawlspace Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawlspace Solutions of Mississippi. Are you having sewer and drain problems? 
Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pelium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pilium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. If you're remodeling or building a new home, be sure to tell your contractor to go to Lakeland Fireplaces in Flowood. They have over 25 display units, including heat and glow. By the way, there are 19 live burning fireplaces in the showroom. They are the hearth professionals that install and service. Ask about their custom glass doors, gas logs, fireplace accessories, and premium gas grills. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, your heat and glow dealer on Lakeland Drive in Flowood. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. There are plenty of events planned across the state to honor the sacrifices of our servicemen and women this Veterans Day. Mississippi Veterans Affairs Director Stacy Pickering says there are 187,000 vets in Mississippi. 27% live in Harrison and Jackson County. That's our biggest concentration down on the coast. Earlier this week, Governor Tate Reeves told us he believes the medical marijuana bill lends itself much more to recreational than medical marijuana, and that's why he hasn't called a special session. He thinks the amount any one individual can get needs to be reduced. If you have one in ten Mississippians with a card and they can produce up to 11 joints per day, that's 3.3 million joints per day allowable under this particular law. Lawmakers argue that 3.5 grams allowed in the bill is an industry standard that's used all over the country. I'm Kelly Bennett. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who they give it to? Touchdown! Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan. Be a player. Be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans. We're here to play. Gallo here. Look, we all know this. Increasing your ACT score could save you thousands of dollars in college tuition. The Jumpstart Test Prep Online Review has helped thousands of students improve their scores, and they can help you, too. JumpstartTestPrep.com reviews all the must-know contents and provides the tips, the strategies, and timed practices you need. Purchase the entire review or just the subjects you need the most help with at JumpstartTestPrep.com. Use promo code JUMP, J-U-M-P, at the checkout to save 30% on your purchase. Jumpstart Test Prep. No matter where you go, 
Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm. And on your smart device with the Super Talk app, you're proud to call Mississippi home. And we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. This is Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brad says, so the coach that has been faking injuries all year has injury problems. Imagine that. It's kind of a lazy take. I mean, pretty much every team in the country does the whole fake cramp thing to slow down a fast-paced offense. I mean, and the thing is, I mean, maybe... I don't know if Kiffin's actually complained, but we had somebody else say, poor old Miss, nobody has injuries, and those two play defense, no. Well, first of all, the defense has played well enough to win the last four games. Like, they're actually playing good defense right now. Uh, really good defense right now. That's not the issue. But it, in terms of what any football team can be, how can you not discuss major impactful injuries going into a game. This guy may not play. Therefore, it changes the way you look at a game. What do you want us to do? Like, not discuss the fact that uh, Dontario Drummond, for example, who will play in the NFL next year, is not playing, and how that impacts a game? Like, what, what do you want us to do here? Oh, next man up. Well, next man up is BS sometimes, guys. I mean, it really changes... This team. If, if the next man was as good as the guy that was in front of him, he would have been playing already. Yeah, but that's What's the thing. He's not, and and that's okay. I, I just I don't understand the don't talk about injuries. Uh, how could you not? Dontario Drummond's uh, an NFL player. He if he's not on the field, it hurts the team's chances. It's not an excuse. It's just reality. Everybody deals with injuries, but this one's especially impactful. That's life. What, what's Ole Miss going to do when they play State? No need to fake injuries. No tempo. <laughs> That's what somebody the whole said. Game no unscathed. Ain't no one faking cramps to slow down MSU. Well, <laughs> the state has, take care of that themselves. Man, they have done a little bit at times tempo. They did it in that 21 seconds they had on Saturday. And when they do it, it works. They did it at the beginning of the LSU game. I even put out on Twitter, I was like, I love the pace. Rogers threw an interception on the well, the opening drive, yeah, right? Yeah, that was that was better pace. I wouldn't necessarily classify that as full on, right? You know, yeah. But but they had a little no huddle tempo offense. But yes, had a little sense of urgency, and I thought, you know, that that paired with what they're doing will work, and, and they don't do it much. But I have a feeling you're going to see some of that in the Egg Bowl. Here's a little preview for three weeks from now. I expect State will do a lot of pace against this Ole Miss defense. I expect that. Maybe so. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe so. Um, to me, the story, I, I mean, injuries are part of the story going into Ole Miss, Texas A&M. Who's going to play? I said a second ago, 
a fully healthy Matt Corral, even without Braylon Sanders and Dontario Drummond, I think gives Ole Miss a chance. Dontario Drummond and Braylon Sanders coming back, but Matt Corral not being mobile and effective in the run game helps, but I don't know if it helps enough to really neutralize what Texas A&M does. They, they, the, the matchup that you've got to keep your eyes on, and it's hard to do this. I, I mean, I am as guilty as anyone. It is hard to make yourself watch the line of scrimmage. But if you want to figure out how that game's going to go on Saturday night in Oxford, watch the line of scrimmage. Ole Miss's offensive line is banged up. That's much less sexy to talk about than receivers and quarterbacks and whether or not they're healthy or not. But Borky mentioned it yesterday. Jalen Cunningham, who was an offensive lineman that they moved to the defensive line and then last week, like halfway through practice, moved back to offensive line and said, you're starting and, oh, by the way, you don't have a backup. Go play every snap. He did okay. Ben Brown out for the year, who was helping Orlando Umana a ton with blocking schemes and calls. Can Ole Miss's offensive line not dominate? Not not dominate. But can they hold their own? Can they open some holes? Can they stalemate with Texas A&M's defensive line at least some of the time? Because if Texas A&M's defensive line just owns the line of scrimmage. And for a it long matter night. what else Ole Miss does or who plays or who doesn't play or who's healthy or who's not healthy. If Texas yeah. A&M dominates the line of scrimmage with their defensive line, then it'll be a long night on Saturday for Ole Miss. Especially yeah. if Corral, like you said, if he is not as elusive, then... I mean, he has bailed his offensive line out pre-injury. He bailed his offensive line out a lot. Free rushers, guys beat their man quickly, and he is elusive in the pocket. He's got great pocket presence and avoids sacks and still delivers footballs. But clearly in the Liberty game, he could not do that as well. Hey, Dad, thinking back to Mississippi State's win over Texas Mm A&M, That may be the single most impressive offensive line performance, maybe by a significant margin, that Mississippi State has had this year. You, you got something there for sure. Maybe and in a couple of with years. Him. With Cross against Leal, I mean, that's Charles Cross made a lot of money that night because he was he he, he was able to 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 win that matchup over and over again. And, and then if you go back and watch that game, yeah, Rogers was kept. Pretty uh, pretty upright in that game. He had time to throw, and mm-hmm. that's a big reason why State was able to win the football game. Yeah. And then well, we'll come back to this game later. Arkansas at LSU. Is LSU going to play with the level of focus and inspiration and with the tenacity, with the grit, that they played with in Tuscaloosa last Saturday night. They got a Saturday night home game against a pretty good Arkansas team. Not a great Arkansas team, but a pretty good Arkansas team. LSU, I mean, we're talking about injuries. I mean, it's a combination of injuries and opt-outs, whether or not they want to call them that or not. LSU's got a bunch of dudes not playing. 
especially on the defensive side of the ball. Their defensive line, secondary, and linebacker, all three levels of their defense, has been decimated by injuries this year. And yet they held Alabama to six, one, two, three, four, five, six yards rushing. Are they going to play that way against Arkansas? I feel like there's no middle ground for LSU, right? They're either going to play like they played last week, loose and making plays, or they're just going to fold up like a cheap, cheap, two, cheap tent and be done with it. I'm not sure which one you're going to get this week. But, I mean, Orgeron, the interim coach, always uh, uh, always wins games. Won't be surprised if the Tigers find a way this weekend. And, and, hey, Dad, I've thought that for a while now. Yeah. After they got blasted by Kentucky and gave up over – they gave up over 300 yards rushing to Kentucky and right at 300 yards rushing to Ole Miss, and they held Alabama to six yards rushing. That don't make no sense. Well, well I mean, I would, but, if you want to play butterfly effect, go back to the, the the Mississippi State game. State's driving the ball down the field. They throw a pass to Malik Keith for a first down, and he fumbles it, and LSU scores, I think, like three or four plays later. If State scores on that drive to make it 7 nothing, LSU, I mean, they were their, their, their psyche was very fragile. Maybe yeah. getting punched in the mouth right then might have set off a different course for this season where yeah, they but, just they did just give up. Well, and, and I guess ultimately where I was going with that was they got blasted by Kentucky. They announced that Ogeron's not coming back, and then they go out and they beat Florida. Mm-hmm. And and were kind of in control early against Ole Miss. They did not get punched in the mouth early against Ole Miss, and then they got just body blow after body blow, and it was never a game from like the midway point of the second quarter on. And then they have a week off to get ready for Alabama. They put some new recalls in on the defensive side, but again, without their best players on that side of the ball, and it's a six-point game. And, and, and so, to Ed Ogeron's credit, and to the players in that LSU locker room's credit, they haven't folded the tent. They haven't quit on their lame-dunk head coach and their coordinators who are not going to be there next year. For, for, for whatever reason, they haven't, to their credit. But after that loss that had to feel like such a gut punch when they were close, and after Ed Ogeron comes out on Monday and says, we're going to have an open quarterback competition. Well, did you see why he's, he's saying that? Because Doug Nussmeyer is talking to him and his offensive coordinator. Here's a, here's a quote, direct quote. His father called Jake, again, Jake Peets, their offense coordinator, and said, listen, hey, here's the plan. He wants to play. Let him play. So that's what we're doing. But, but that was as it pertained. He got a question about red shirt. Are yeah. you worried about burning a red shirt? And I think it was more of a, we don't care about burning a red shirt. Play him if he can play. But apparently Nussmeyer went to Ogeron and was like, come on, coach. Yeah. I deserve a chance to play. Yeah, this is and the so SEC. I don't care who your dad is. Don't don't tell the coaches what to do. No, I I didn't. I took that differently than you did. We'll we'll pick that line of discussion up when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. 
Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Checking in on your afternoon commute so far, no reports of any accidents or major areas of congestion. But if you encounter any traffic problems, please contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Hey everybody, I'm Commissioner Andy Gibson inviting you to stand for American freedom with our veterans Sunday, December 5th, 5.30 p.m. We're going to be remembering the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor with a benefit concert for Friends of Mississippi Veterans featuring Travis Tritt live and in concert with a special appearance by Lee Greenwood. And we want to see you standing for American freedom alongside Travis Tritt Sunday, December 5th, 5.30 p.m. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com and at the Coliseum box office. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North, Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. As you give thanks this holiday season, remember those whose hard work helped make your gathering possible. From the roof over your head to the food on your table like the turkey, sweet potato casserole, cream corn, and delicious pecan pie. Our Mississippi farmers deserve a collective thank you. May God bless our farmers across the state with a bountiful harvest and your family this holiday season. This message is brought to you by the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation and Farm Families of Mississippi. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business, win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit seaspire.com slash business. 
all the folks in the Capital City metro area. Love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Listen to it at work. Network. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Did you get that memo? Yes, They're handy. There was communication between. Is Doug Nussmeyer the dad or the son? Garrett is Doug. the player. Yeah, Doug is, is the yeah, dad. D- Doug Nussmeyer is the assistant coach in the NFL. His son, Garrett Nussmeyer, is the quarterback. Garrett or Garrick? Garrett? Garrett. Yeah, Garrett Nussmeyer. Backup. Played a little bit at the end of the Ole Miss game. Max Johnson has been the starter throughout. Yeah, I mean, you remember the quarterback conversation surrounding LSU. Miles Garrett at the beginning of the year. Or not, uh, sorry, Miles Brennan at the beginning of the year. Miles Garrett. I'm just all over the place with names. We had Garrett's Miles. I don't know what's going on here. Anyway. Um, so, apparently Garrett Nussmeyer went to Ed Ogeron and was like, I want to play. Play me, coach. I can help this team. And somewhere in the conversation was the well the red shirt thing. And he's like, I don't care about the red shirt. And his father, Doug Nussmeyer, was brought into the conversation. I was like, Yeah, we don't care about the red shirt. If he can help the team, play him. That's the way I interpreted that. Borky, you you, you don't think that's the way it went down? Or it just kind of read funny? It reads funny. I mean, here here's the quote again. Um, and this is a Doug, quote of Ed Ogeron describing what happened, right? Yeah, so Doug called Jake Peets, the offensive coordinator, and said, listen, hey, here's the plan. He wants to play. Let him play. And then Ed editorialized, so that's what we're doing. It's just hard for me to wrap my mind around the idea that a father who is a coach would call another coach and say, play my kid. Does it? That doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, you you, you played youth sports. You, If I remember correctly, when you were like early college or late high school, you umpired sports. You, you've been involved with it at every level. Parents are overzealous all the time. Especially yeah, when but- the team is bad and they're losing and the guy in front of his kid is not playing particularly well. Yeah, I can definitely see a dad who is an assistant coach in the NFL saying, uh, no, you play my kid. That kid sucks. Absolutely. Don't, don't you think, it might be the other way around, not, maybe not the other way around, but you're having like a coach-to-coach kind of conversation there. I, w- I would think Orgeron probably has more respect for Nussmeyer, and, and Nussmeyer probably approached it from, you know, let's talk about, you know, can we make a contribution here, as opposed to, why isn't my kid playing? That you would get just from some random yeah, person. Orgeron on the teleconference, for what it's worth, uh, was asked about it, and he said, there's nobody dictating me on doing nothing. That's a quote. I don't talk like that. He does. I run this program. Yeah, which is... 
I kind of read that as a way of like, I don't think Ed Ogeron communicated what happened. You know, maybe. Ed Ogeron a bad communicator? No. You know, maybe there was conversation about, you know, red shirt, don't red shirt, what do we do? And Doug Nussmeyer, maybe at the direction of his son, calls his offensive coordinator. He's like, hey, man, you, you got to let them know that we're okay. He's like, here's the plan, man. If, if he can play, play. We're good. We're, we're, we're good. I got to believe that's how it happened. And I get what you're saying, Borky, about an overzealous dad, but you're, you're talking about a guy that's in the coaching profession. Coaches aren't going to generally dictate to other coaches, hey, play my guy. It's Man, not, maybe I'm being naive when I say that. I mean, th- this is a a guy that's in the NFL. He's a tight ends coach for what it's worth, but it's not like Max Johnson's been good. And he sends his yeah. kid to LSU, and the team stinks, and Johnson's not good, and his kids. I, I just I can see that. I, I mean, I've seen it at the college level when I was in college. I know players that got special treatment in the SEC. I know people that played other places whose parents were involved. A former high school teammate of mine's dad was way too involved in the college that he went to. Way too involved. To the point where when a coach didn't... So kid gets a 15-yard unsportsmanlike penalty in a game. College football. Not FBS, but FCS. College football. Coach didn't defend his kid hard enough. And dad shows up at the facility the next day to get into it with the coach about why you didn't defend my kid hard enough after he got a penalty. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not for a second pretending like crazy doesn't exist with parents all the time. I just think this was explained poorly by Ed Ogeron. I really do. Which is- I think the conversation with Nussmeyer is like, yes, we're good with him not redshirting. If you can play him, play him. If he can help, play him. We're not worried about a red shirt. Maybe I'm giving too much benefit of the doubt uh, well, there. Well, Occam's Razor know. also probably heads in that direction. Yeah. Sports Talk Mississippi. That was a fast first hour. A lot of football meat sandwich there. We're just going to keep that rolling. We will get to some hoops as Mississippi State had its season opener last night, and the Bulldogs were pretty impressive in game number one, getting a win over North Alabama. We will be right back with you, Sports Talk Mississippi. Your home for all this sports. I'm Rich Dennison. President Biden today calling military veterans the spine of America. You've come through the trials and testing. Brave dangers and deprivations face down tragic realities of war and death. The president commenting during a wreath-laying ceremony at Arlington National Cemetery for Veterans Day. Arizona Republican Congressman Paul Gosar is under fire for a now-deleted tweet depicting an animated version of him attacking New York Democrat Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. The group of 10 Democrats plan to introduce a censure resolution this week saying vulgar messaging can foment actual violence. Gosar explained the video is a symbolic cartoon about immigration policy, insisting he does not espouse violence or harm towards any member of Congress or the president. Fox's Jared Halpern in Washington. America's listening to Fox News. 
COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide the key technology solutions to power your business while ensuring safety and productivity in the workplace. Visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. Catch Madison Central Jaguar football right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3 each Friday night during the season. Brought to you in part by Jersey Mike's on Highway 51 in Madison. The Rogue has been serving families in Jackson for over five decades. As we return to life, return to work, church, football, etc., let the Rogue get the men in your life ready for all occasions. We have the latest in game day gear for Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and USM. Last-minute needs for a party? We have three on-site tailors to take care of any last-minute needs. Complimentary alterations and gift wrap with every purchase. Our employees have over 150 years of experience at the Rogue serving Mississippi. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Kids from 5 to 11 can receive the Pfizer vaccine. State epidemiologist Dr. Paul Byers says the risk of contracting COVID still exceeds the risk of the vaccine. Infections do occur in children. We certainly saw an upswing in those age groups, especially really from, from 5 to 17 years old. We saw increases in infections, hospitalizations. Certainly we saw more deaths during Delta in kids. He says often, even if they're asymptomatic, kids can be the source of transmission to those who are more vulnerable. Hundreds of MDOT employees are only making $10 an hour. Northern District Transportation Commissioner John Caldwell told us it's a priority to try to get those wages up. But an employee that's making 24000 a year, which is not much, loses a big portion of that to the retirement system as far as their take-home pay. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Open enrollment for healthcare.gov is here. If you're uninsured or have a job that doesn't offer insurance, check out healthcare.gov. Due to a new law, prices are lower and more people qualify. Now, four out of five customers pay just $10 a month or less with financial help. It's easier than ever to find the right plan for you and millions of Americans just like you have already enrolled. A new law, lower prices, more people qualify. Sign up at healthcare.gov by December 15th. The holiday season is right around the corner. So give the gift that's hard to wrap, but easy to give. Give them a steal. From powerful trimmers, blowers, and chainsaws under the tree to branded accessories stuffed in their stockings, the Steel Holiday Gift Guide has something for everyone. Visit your local steel dealer or go to steelusa.com slash gift guide. Real steel. Find yours. Available at participating dealers while supplies last. Close to 67% of Americans don't approve of the Biden administration considering paying families of illegal immigrants separated at the southern border $450,000 each for psychological trauma. Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith agrees that no one should get paid for entering the country illegally. When you just think, who's the man behind the curtain? Who decided this was a good idea? Where did this figure come from? Biden originally called reports of the plan garbage, but backtracked later and said they deserve some kind of compensation. Congressman Michael Guest recently spoke on the House floor in honor of America's veterans. We know that American veterans risked their lives on the field of battle to preserve this nation and the ideals of democracy, liberty, and freedom. But we must not forget that they not only fought to protect the rights that were established by our founding fathers, but they also returned home to set an example of enduring patriotism. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
Hey, it's Richard Cross. Join us every weekday for the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. The all-new 2021 Ford F-150 is here with available interior work surface for putting in work. Standard sync Ford technology plus a huge 12-inch touchscreen and pro-power onboard outlets for all kinds of jobs. Not only is the all-new 2021 Ford F-150 tough, it's smart. Built Ford proud. Built Ford tough. See a Ford dealer near you for details and don't miss the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. Yellow here with us. Special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Will you ever get so excited that you just can't wait? Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Don't touch that dial! Here on Super Talk Mississippi. online at mtradepark.com. Features a heavy slate of USSSA baseball and fast pitch tournaments starting with baseball on February 4th. We know it'll be 70 and sunny for baseball on February 4th. More exciting news coming with two additional synthetic turf baseball and fast pitch fields that are being installed this winter. Completing all 14 fields at M-Trade Park, having turf infields in addition to the baseball and fast pitch tournaments this coming spring, M-Trade Park will be offering the April Ambush and MSA Elite Cup Soccer Tournaments. The MSA Elite Cup is an awarded soccer tournament that M-Trade Park is proud to have received through a bidding process. So don't miss out on playing the best baseball, fast pitch, and soccer fields in the state of Mississippi. MTradepark.com. Four o'clock hour of the show coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Visit PearlRiverResort.com. Pearl River Resort is the home of the sports book at Timeout Lounge. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, and you. There's several people that have pointed out on the Ceasefire text line, guys. And I, I don't know that I really want to like dive deep into this today. I, I was telling Borky a second ago in the break, like I am feeling the college football talk today. Like, just pour it on. Like, inject it straight into the veins. But there are a lot of people who are intrigued by the fact that Cam Newton is headed back to the Carolina Panthers. Oh, how the tables have turned. Yeah. Or as you said earlier, Borky, in the notes, oh, oh, oh how the turntables. Yeah, you wouldn't get it. You don't watch The Office. Um, yeah, but I, fi- I, I, I knew that there was a reference that I was supposed table. to get, and I wanted to give you credit for it. So Read the, it as written. Say it as written. The Carolina Panthers are currently paying Cam Newton's replacement. They are paying the replacement for Cam Newton's replacement. And now they're paying Cam Newton 
to replace the replacement for his replacement. That is right. They are still paying Teddy Bridgewater and now Sam Darnold to replace Cam Newton while also paying Cam Newton to come back to their team. Uh, It's a logical step for them, though. I mean, Darnold's not been good. He's also uh, been out. And I don't think they want to give up assets uh, to probably miss the playoffs again. So bringing a guy that you know knows your town and your system and the players on your team for the most part, stuff like that, that will probably play well, better than Darnold's been anyway. You don't have to give up anything to get him. It makes sense. I'm more curious about Matt Rule's decision or lack thereof to defend his guy. I want to talk about defending guys from earlier. Uh, gets his ankle straight up twisted and tripped over by Mac Jones in one of the more dirty things you can see on a football field. Straight up, grabbed his ankle, twisted it, and rolled over it. And Matt Rule after the game is like, ah, no, not worried about it. And it's just football. You know, guys guys do what they do in football. That is something that I'd keep an eye on in terms of locker room and their coach more so than bringing in a new quarterback. But that's just me. Matt and Tupelo says that Cam will retire at the end of the year as a Panther. That'd be good. I, I For whatever it's worth, uh, my sister lives in Charlotte and works uh, with children with special needs. Um, bounced around a couple school districts there working with special needs kids. And Cam Newton, you know how he dresses, right? Mm-hmm. And those outfits, you imagine, are expensive. Like thousands and thousands of dollars that he wears every day. And she said he came to to her school once. Not as part of a program or anything, just, hey, Cam Newton's going to come by and play with the kids. And, and he's got special needs children, varying uh, types of special needs, uh, hugging on him, loving him, all that. And she said he could not have been more gracious and loving and comfortable with all those kids I mean, just pulling on his shirt, you know, I mean, and and he embraced it and loved it, and she said that was the best day that those kids had since she was there. And I've yeah. been a huge fan of his ever since because it's I've very easy heard, not to do that. I've always heard that he was a big part of the Charlotte community and was just adored yeah. by Panthers fans. Oh, yeah. Rest of the world, maybe not so much. Kind of rolled their eyes and laughed and snickered a little bit when they looked at him, and you know that's what other people do, I suppose. But uh, locally, he was no doubt a uh, a favorite. You want to be part of the conversation? You can uh, can hit us up on the ceasefire text line six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five again six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. I do not remember the last time that I was legitimately looking forward to a Thursday night football game outside the opening weekend of the year. You guys remember how big Thursday night football used to be? We used to get really good ACC matchups. We'd get some SEC matchups. And yeah, the NFL killed this. And and they stopped doing it. Yeah. And and it's been I mean not great. State was on State was on a thir- had a Thursday night matchup. I want to say like 7 years straight. They were they were always once one game a year was always on Thursday. South Carolina played a ton of Thursday night games. Mm-hmm. They loved it, loved it. 
and maybe easier to do in a big city with an off-campus stadium. It, it disrupted things less because you had the the tailgating area and you know parking area all off-campus in Columbia. I think that's part of the reason that it works so well there. Felt like NC State had a bunch of Thursday night games. North Carolina had some. So you used to get a bunch of good Thursday night games. And as of late, you haven't. Because nobody wants to go against the NFL. It's just they know it's a waste of time. I'm so much more interested in the college Thursday night game tonight than I am with what we've got going in the NFL. In the NFL tonight, you've got Baltimore at Miami. And I know people will watch in the millions because it's the NFL and that's what they do. But North Carolina at Pittsburgh feels a whole lot more fun. A matchup of potential first-round quarterbacks. A matchup of quarterbacks where one was a Heisman favorite going into the year, but is not now. And another who was on nobody's radar for the Heisman, but now is in the Heisman conversation. We're talking Sam Howell of North Carolina against Kenny Pickett of Pittsburgh. Pickett's numbers are off the charts. 235 of 342 on the year. 3,171 yards, 29 touchdowns, and just three interceptions. And maybe the poster child for come back and play another year in college and grow your draft stock. I mean, if he tests well, he's a first-round pick. Because all the all the stuff that comes with being a quarterback, all the intangible stuff, like he will interview extremely well. And he's experienced. I mean, look at what he did in Knoxville. Look at those numbers. Now that win looks and feels different for Pittsburgh, doesn't it? At the time you thought, oh, man, Tennessee's terrible. But in reality, it's actually a nice win. And look at how he played in that game. Like he can put up numbers. The mentals are all there. Big leader, all that stuff. But it, like, if he looks the part throwing at the combine and stuff like that, that's a late first round pick. I agree. Yeah. We- weird year for North Carolina. They're five and four, and they lost so much production from the offense a year ago. They lost to Virginia Tech in a low scoring game to start the year, seventeen to ten. On a Thursday night, if I remember correctly, or maybe it was Friday. Maybe that was a Friday night game that kicked off at like five Central, six Eastern. Remember, it was the great scene in Lane Stadium, Sandman. They're jumping around and the whole deal. They beat Georgia State. They beat Virginia. Scored fifty nine against a pretty decent Virginia team, and then they just got thumped by Georgia Tech. Lost forty five twenty two. Three touchdown plus loss to Georgia Tech. At home, no less. And then they beat Duke because Duke has been terrible. And then they lose to a Florida State team that's surging. Still not great. And then they beat Miami by a field goal, who's playing better, but still not great. They lose by 10 to Notre Dame. And then they beat Wake Forest in that no defense game last week, 58-55. Two of the final three games for North Carolina against ranked teams tonight and NC State to finish out the year. 
those sandwiched around the Wofford Terriers next weekend. Pittsburgh, 7-2 and two on the year. Fascinating team. They're 4-1 and one in the ACC. Perhaps with a win tonight on their way to an ACC championship game. Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports joins us next. Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Checking in on your afternoon commute so far, no reports of any accidents or major areas of congestion. But if you encounter any traffic problems, please contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Do you suffer from allergies? sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business. Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream, the new degree of comfort. When your gears aren't doing exactly what they need to do, Coleman Taylor Transmission is the one for you. With 60 years in business, our professional ASC certified technicians at Coleman Taylor Transmission have the experience and training to provide automatic transmission repairs, rebuilds, transmission flushes, and much, much more. And ask about our free towing and free diagnostics as well. Call 601-355-8526. 601-355-8526. Or online at ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. That's ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. Here we go. The annual Bravo Broad Street Salamuki's 3-in-1 gift card sale starts this Friday at dawn. Buy three gift cards and we give you one for free and we donate 10% of your purchase to your favorite Mississippi charity. Our 3-in-1 gift cards are good at all three of our restaurants. Start with a hot breakfast at Broad Street and Banner Hall, have an amazing pizza lunch at Salamuki's in Fondren, and then wind down the day with drinks and appetizers at Bravo in Highland Village. This once-a-year sale starts Friday, so don't miss it. Buy three, get one free, 10% goes to charity. There is no limit. Buy as many as you wish. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family owned and operated. We are located in Gluckstadt, south of Germantown High. Callaway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful with trees, shrubs, fall color plants, soils, and mulches. Save the date. Callaway's Christmas open houses will be the first two Sundays in November with refreshments and door prizes every half hour. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store with a large selection of permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, and much more. Our landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Give Callaway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Don't forget Callaway's Christmas Open Houses, first two Sundays in November. You will not be disappointed. Bring the family and enjoy the afternoon. Callaway's Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden, that's what Callaway's yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. What we're going to do right here is go back. And now back to back to the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. So let's get rolling on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. 
Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us on this Thursday afternoon. It's time for our weekly conversation with Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports. Do we need to get him on the phone this time, Borky? Not working? Looks like it, yeah. All right. I don't know if he wants to be on the video stream or not, but we're going to call you, Lee. Uh, having some issues with the stream this afternoon. Uh, Lee Sterling at Paramount Sports, ParamountSports.com. We've been visiting with him for uh, for several weeks. Lee admitted to us last week and has been very open about the fact that uh, it has been a tough go so far this college football season, but he's got a long track record of success, and they're going to keep on plugging. Some of the games we're going to take a look at, Georgia and Tennessee, Auburn and Mississippi State, Texas A&M and Ole Miss, Tennessee and New Orleans, and these lines are uh, are fascinating uh, when you look at some of these games. And if you want a freebie, Lee will give you the game of the week. That's Arkansas and LSU this week, Lee, who joins us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. How do people get that game of the week? Just call me here at the office, 800 400 Nine seven four one. I can explain to you how everything works here, and uh, how we have our rating system. And uh, you know, it's been a great month so far. I mean, we uh, we're off to a great start in college basketball. It started a couple nights ago. NBA, yep. we're winning. Hockey, maybe number one in the world. And in UFC, we've won five of the last seven cards. And we even bounced back in football last weekend, going nine and five. So. Uh, Check out uh, the website. Also, got other free pick videos. So, if uh, there's some other games that you know you might want to see me break down, like you know Ohio State and Purdue, um, take some other Wake Forest, North Carolina State, or tonight's Pitt, North Carolina. Check out the website ParamountSports.com. Lee, you you owned this last week that that it had been a tough go in football that had to feel good from a bounce back standpoint to uh, to finish the weekend four games above 500 finish in the black and and kind of claw your way toward the end of this season and try and really get it rolling yeah one time i had, a, I had two rough weeks before thanksgiving and i uh, got an email gentleman telling me that I, he wasn't going to be able to afford thanksgiving for his son and his and his wife so you know <laughs> So you you want to bet only what you know? This should be recreational money to have fun. Does you you don't want it to come down to that? But it's it feels good to to win for everyone. Yep. Georgia and Tennessee in Knoxville. It's up on Rocky Top, Georgia. I think that line is settled at twenty. Uh, yep. Maybe twenty and a half earlier. I think it's at twenty right now. Is Tennessee going to score? Because if Tennessee is going to score. Then and I know we're talking about the spread, but the the total is pretty intriguing in this game. If you believe Tennessee is going to put fourteen, seventeen points on the board, I think that they are. So here's the note that I write. It seems like every single week when I'm when I'm you know watching a Georgia game is you just can't go toe to toe with this defense. They're just too strong. I mean, those two defensive tackles are that good. So that's a problem, but. Tennessee has that up-tempo go-go offense, and they might catch them, you know, a couple times and maybe uh, some breakdowns and not getting set. We've seen that uh, be the case. And the Vols have gotten off to some great starts. I mean, they're leading the nation here 
and first quarter points with 15.5 points per game. So I think Georgia's defensive front is that good, and it makes everything else a lot easier for the linebackers and for the DBs to clean up. But uh, Tennessee was close with Bama until the fourth quarter. I just don't think Stetson Bennett's the type of quarterback that you want to back laying three touchdowns. I mean, their lines have been elevated. Even Missouri covered and scored last week. So, um, you know, they haven't covered Georgia each of the last three weeks because of these inflated lines. And Hendon Hooker, if he was banged up, I would say, no, you stay away. But he seems to be about as healthy as he's been in over a month. He seems comfortable in the offense. I think we might have a thriller here. I have Georgia winning this game 31-23. 31-23. Let me ask you this. I, I know a lot of guys in your business probably don't like playing around with this. You ever explore a teaser where, where maybe uh, you, you, you tease this number okay. one way or the other and tease the total a little bit as well? Okay, so I think I've played two college teasers in their last 30 years. Here's why. Points are cheap. Unless we were seeing, let's say, who let's think of some of the, some of the teams that – Unless we had a great defense, I'm trying to think back. Let's maybe like remember when Alabama was playing LSU that year, the real yeah. low scoring game. I think the total was like at 37 or 39. Unless the total is below mid 40s, and very few college football totals are below that number, it doesn't make sense. I mean, I'm, I'm a numbers guy, and in college football, points are cheap. I do do it. I probably play a teaser, if not every week, every other week in in the NFL because, you know, most of the totals are in the 40s, and there's those key numbers in the NFL. There's lower-scoring games, and a lot of games fall three, four, six, and seven. And if you can move above three of those four numbers, you know, you've got a shot. Take a, a team that's maybe getting two points and they're a home underdog and, Getting two, you can move it up to plus eight, you know, in a couple games, or move a favorite who's, you know, eight, nine point favorite down to one or two points. Then, then I think it's a pretty good bet sometimes. Okay. Mississippi State at Auburn, 11 a.m. kickoff at Jordan Hare. Uh, this number's moved a little bit. You got Auburn sitting there as a five and a half point favorite uh, at this point against Mississippi State. Uh, Bulldogs coming off a loss. Auburn coming off a loss. Two pretty good defenses. Yeah, and. Five and a half points might be too much. You know, State was was a turnover and three missed field goals away from winning that game last week. And uh, Arkansas is a pretty solid team and pretty going to become seems like a pretty tough place to play. So, you know, Mississippi State's offense is one dimensional, but you know they do that really well. And Will Rogers, I hate to go against high quarterbacks. He threw for another four seventeen last week. Auburn just doesn't have playmakers. I mean, they don't have guys that can go seventy eighty yards in one play. And I think there's going to be some revenge for last year's win in Stark Vegas. I like State here thirty one thirty to win outright. Yeah. All right, Mississippi State thirty one thirty. And if you're curious, that would also be an over. Uh, that would comfortably. Yeah. Being over if it uh, if it plays out that way. What about in Oxford? Ole Miss and Texas A and M Aggies are a two and a half point favorite uh, against Ole Miss Saturday night game. If not sold out, really close to it. Get the game day thing going. A lot of pomp and circumstance. Uh, what do you think of this one? This is a fun game. I mean, there's so much on the line here. Um, 
And I can tell you this much. Jimbo Fisher's not leaving Texas A&M. He's making like $7.5 million a year, I think it is. He's good. He just landed the number one recruit in the country. He might be on the way to landing four of the top six recruits. I mean, they're only getting better. This is Matt Corral's last stand. If he wants to have a chance to win the Heisman, he's got to light it up. I think he's got to score 30-plus points to win this game here. And... Mississippi is going to be going up against a tough defense. I think Texas A&M is playing the best defensive football of the year. Uh, when Ole Miss faced good defenses this year in Alabama and Auburn, they only scored 20 and 21 points. So it's not going to be easy. I mean, they've got guys at each level, defensive line, linebackers, and in the secondary that are going to be high draft picks for A&M. And they've only allowed... Uh, no one scored more than 14 points in each of the last three games here, and they're pretty good as a road favorite. They seem to come together on the road. Uh, Jimbo really has them, except for quarterback, pretty dialed in here. I just think A&M's the right side. Uh, I like A&M here, 28-24. 28-24, Texas A&M. That is a cover, not a huge one, but a cover nonetheless. No. Let's look at one game in the NFL. A lot of sure. local interest here. Tennessee Titans and New Orleans Saints coming up on uh, on Sunday. Where do we fall on that one? So Tennessee, I think, eventually is going to have trouble, but maybe not yet. So their defense, they, their defensive backs are not good, and the only way you can really cover cover up for poor defensive backs is get a rush, and they're getting it right now, and they're bringing some pressure. And their defensive line got a couple guys that are playing really well now. And you get pressure on a quarterback, you only have to cover guys for two and a half seconds instead of three and a half for four seconds. They have 11 takeaways last six games. I think you're going to see them use Jeremy McNichols differently. So I think they tried to go with the Adrian Peterson and batter you and then use McNichols later. I think they need to reverse it. McNichols, he can't carry the ball 25, 30 times, but use him running and catching the ball out of the backfield. And I think he's he's good at, at both. Not great, but good. And then use Peterson later in the game when teams get tired. And it looks like Alvin Kamara is probably not going to be a go here. He's missed the last two games with a knee problem. I like Tennessee. I'm going to, I'm going to say they keep rolling here, 27-17. All right, 27-17. That would be disappointing to Michael Borkey and to Brian Haydad, but... Um... <laughs> You know, at some time, at some point, reality is—it's it, just a tough pill to swallow, right? Guys? I mean, you can get by for a couple of weeks. You know, I think they're going to use Taysom Hill more, but uh, you know, without Thanks, you Lee. go from Breeze to Winston, and now uh, you know you're, you're using a combination Simeon. of guys that probably would be at best second or third string quarterbacks. Pretty tough to do in the NFL consistently, week by week, and and, and to continue to win games. Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. For your Veterans Day, rain in the forecast, high near 73. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 42. Your finally Friday, sunny skies, high near 69. Friday evening, mostly clear, low all the way down to 38. And for your Saturday, sunny skies, high only to 55. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at nodripms.com. Their unmistakable music. Their unforgettable hits. Foreigner is back. You're as cold as ice. The greatest hits of Foreigner. It feels like the first This Sunday night, Brandon Amphitheater. Their music changed the rock and roll landscape forever. Foreigner. Reserve seats on sale now. 
foreigneronline.com. Produced by Red Mountain Entertainment. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland has your answers for urinary issues. The Incella treatment option for urinary leakage is your solution. Sit down comfortably, remain fully clothed, and get rid of incontinence problems. If you have 10 minutes to spare and think this treatment option could change your life, call Innovative Health Clinic today to set up a free appointment, 601-944-5585, or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. With just a few short weeks left before our lease expires, DNS Diamonds and Jewelry is offering 50 to 80% savings storewide. Diamond earrings, wedding bands, loose diamonds, it's all marked down 50 to 80%. This is a perfect time to do your Christmas shopping. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry accepts cash, verified check, credit cards, and 12 months interest-free is available with approved credit. Save 50 to 80% now before our lease is up at DNS Diamonds and Jewelry. 144 Market Street, Flowood, in front of J.C. Penney. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. And off to Stoop, left side to the 30. He gets to the sidelines, 25-20. He's gone again! He's gone again! Touchdown, Ole Miss! Stoop! Calling all Rebel fans, we need you in the vault on Saturday, November 13th, as Ole Miss football takes on Texas A&M in a pivotal SEC West showdown. Tickets start at $75 can be purchased by calling 888-REB-TKTS or by visiting OleMissTix.com. Help us pack Vaught Hemingway and beat the Aggies. Hotty tidy and go Rebels. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Kids from 5 to 11 can receive the Pfizer vaccine. State epidemiologist Dr. Paul Byers says the risk of contracting COVID still exceeds the risk of the vaccine. Infections do occur in children. We certainly saw an upswing in those age groups, especially really from, from 5 to 17 years old. We saw increases in infections, hospitalizations. Certainly we saw more deaths during Delta in kids. He says often, even if they're asymptomatic, kids can be the source of transmission to those who are more vulnerable. Hundreds of MDOT employees are only making $10 an hour. Northern District Transportation Commissioner John Caldwell told us it's a priority to try to get those wages up. But an employee that's making 24000 a year, which is not much, loses a big portion of that to the retirement system as far as their take-home pay. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed Par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay and play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. 
Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business, win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit seaspire.com slash business. Super Talk. Nobody keeps Mississippi informed like we do. With 12 stations covering all 82 counties. If it happens in your state, we're on top of it. The news, the weather, the sports, and the talk that's important to you. The issues that matter to you, your family, and your bank account. It's all right here. And when you're away from home, depend on the Super Talk app and supertalk.fm to stay in the know. We're proud to serve our fellow Mississippians. Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. There we go. Streaming at supertalk.fm. If you want to be a part of the conversation, we'd love to hear from you on the C Spire text line. Some of you are more welcome than others. Be careful what you walk into if you decide you want to be insult guy. Woo! It's a buzzsaw this guy just ran into. Well, we're not tell you what, you, you to wanna, mess with on that. You, you want to come in and start making fun of Mississippi education with misspelled words and grammatically incorrect sentences? I got no time for that. You, you better grab your ankles, bud, because... Yeah. 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 Just He's saying. a Baylor fan. He's probably used to that. I wonder what <laughs> living in living in Waco, Texas, and he's not an A and M fan. This is a random Baylor fan in Waco, Texas, decided to listen to this show today. I mean, what else? Hey, what are you doing with your life, man? Yeah, you nothing better to online? do. God, I mean, you know, unless our signal dramatically improved in the Delta. I mean, I didn't know if this guy just... Um, it's a big tower over there. Well, it is. I didn't know if maybe this guy was just meandering his way through Mississippi on his... You know. Well, in that case, whatever. sir, don't text and drive. You know? Life you save could be your own. Indeed. Indeed. His mom's uh, driving. It's fine. <laughs> mom's doing something. Uh, any uh, Any thoughts on what Lee had to say? Yeah, Mississippi yeah. State picked as a winner outright, 31-30. A little surprising. A little surprising. Uh, I think 31 is a good number to say whoever gets there first is probably going to win the game. Uh, but I think Auburn is a little better defensively than that. Um, I, I tend to agree with what we were talking about earlier. That I think this might be a little bit, well, maybe a little bit lower scoring game. I don't know. I, I could see where they, there could be some fireworks, but at the same time I could s- totally see it being – a low-scoring game as well, so I'm not I'm not really sure where I am on that, but I'll say this: if State plays the way they played last Saturday, which I know they lost, but they played well enough to win, and if Auburn plays the way they played last Saturday, yeah, State's going to win the football game, and it won't be as close as Lee said it was. Auburn was pretty good defensively last week. I know the final score of that thing was twenty to three, 
But Texas A&M kicked four field goals and had a defensive touchdown. Yeah. I mean, it was a scoop and score, a two-point conversion, and four field goals. So what we're talking about when we say if Auburn plays the way they played last weekend, we're talking about if Auburn plays the way offensively they played last weekend. There's no quarterback in America that is as different, apparently, as Bo Nix is when he is playing at home versus when he is Mm -hmm. playing on the road. Yeah. But Bo Nix, everything you want to know about this game, you will know from Bo Nix's stat line. If if you could not pay attention to this game and I just show you his stat line, you'll tell me who won. It's all completely dependent on what he does. I I think I agree with that. Here's another one. Turnover. Well, uh, here, breaking news. More to 11, the team that wins the turnover battle, but... It's especially important with the way that State is playing games right now. Hayden, right before you joined earlier, we mentioned, or I proposed the question, is Zach Arnett the most underappreciated coordinator in the SEC? Because State's winning these games not because they're scoring at a high volume. It's because they're playing good enough defense to keep them in every single football game. Even the losses outside of Alabama, they are playing good enough defense to keep them in every single one of these games. I mean, even the LSU game... that's still in modern college football enough to win a game. Yeah. So defensively, the, yes, defensively, state outside of uh, the uh, the Alabama game. I mean, there, there's no game where you can say, "Wow, you know, they would have won," but the defense let them down. I mean, you could look back at last week and say that they should have been able to get off the field in that final drive. But yeah, I mean, the Memphis game. Sure, you see 31 points, but there's a punt return and a fumble recovery in there. For a touchdown, the defense gave up 17 points, plenty enough to win. Uh, LSU, 28 points. I mean, getting 28 points is just not, that's not a ton in college football anymore. Um, I'm trying to think what's other states, you know, and like I said, this past weekend, I, other than Alabama, yes, you're, I don't know if he's the most underrated coordinator, but at the same time, he's been good. And it's funny too, you know, you, people obviously go into my mentions and talk to me on Twitter and stuff. And they get they get upset at the defense, and I'm just like, I don't think we're watching the same game. This defense is doing all it can, which, by the way, this is not the most talented Mississippi State defense. Emerson and Forbes are really good, but there's not a surefire NFL guy on that defensive line like you've had for the past few years. The linebackers have been good this year, but there's not a Errol Thompson or a, a Bernardrick McKinney or, or anything like that in there. This is a good defense. They're or well a 2020 Aaron Brule. Yeah, I mean, and that's yeah. Brule has definitely he's played better the last couple of weeks, but he has not played great this season. Um, you know, they've been they've 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 done a good job. I feel like this is a I feel like this defense is overachieved for the most part. Yeah, the the era of I mean, Georgia does it, but let's be honest, Georgia bought it, and it was a wealth a worthwhile investment. But aside from this iteration of Georgia that has probably the best collection of defensive talent in the history of the sport, defense is not what it used to be. It's not the whole defense wins championships. You're not going to get a team in the SEC that holds teams to 10 points or less in conference play anymore. That's not going to be something that just happens. I mean, to, to keep it local, the 2014 Ole Miss defense, they were number one in the SEC for sure, but number one in America, right? And They're number one scoring defense in the country. And what was the average? Like 9.8 points per game or something ridiculous yeah. like that? 
Yeah. That's kind of stuff's just not going to happen really anymore. Yeah. Offenses are too good. Georgia too is dynamic outliering. Georgia is the biggest outlier this year because, and we talked about it all offseason. We're like, ah, you don't, you don't win with defense, and you know, a good defense is one that gives up twenty points a game. And then Georgia's just like, no, we're gonna, we're gonna play old school uh, this season. But yeah, for the most part, if you're giving up twenty, twenty three points a game, you should be winning most of those games. Yep. You, you, you said something that that caused my brain to go in a different direction. Did you guys see? I, I did not read the story. I think Chris Harry wrote it at, at Gator Country or Gator Sports or somebody, something like that. A headline that said, how Dan Mullen can save his job, hire Will Muschamp to come back to Gainesville to be his defensive coordinator. That would be an interesting choice. Muschamp is an outstanding defensive coordinator and a great recruiter. And a great not good, great recruiter. Yeah. So that, that sort of, you know, kills two birds with one stone. But what a could you do that? Do you have do you, do you have the humility to swallow your pride for that one? I, I don't know. I don't know the Are answer. Are they done paying him for last time yet? If but if you're Surely Muschamp, Florida's done. I you think South Carolina still owes him money. If you're Muschamp, why do you say yes? Well, because you're technically an analyst right this second. He's, you know, the, he's the get... special teams coordinator now. He was upgraded. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, so, still. It, what when he... Scott uh, Cochran. Cochran, which Scott Cochran's back now. But I don't know if they brought him back into an on-field coaching role I think again. Muschamp is still doing his thing. Yeah, if I were Kirby, well, I wouldn't change anything no. with regard yeah. to responsibilities. And if Regardless, you, though, defensive coordinator is a step up. But there's, it, a, there's a pay increase. I mean, if you're we talked about this yesterday, right? Right now, he's making uh, he'll make a million bucks a year, whatever it is. He's still getting paid by South Carolina. A lot of money by South Carolina. He's in a great town working for one of his best friends. Like he and Kirby are buddies. They are they are real life friends, not coaching friends. They're real friends. Share a beach house, right? Yeah. Or he could go to Gainesville. Although Were I wonder if Kirby's bought him out of that and it was like, you know, I'm good. Maybe. Were they teammates? That I don't know. I think they may But I, but I know that they are friends now, real friends. So you live in Athens. You work for a dear friend. You got all the money in the world and your job has no pressure or you can move back to Gainesville and work for a guy that is really hard to work for. Kind of a three-letter word that starts with A and not kind of. He is a three-letter word that starts with A that I can't say on the radio cuz I like my job. And if you are not perfect, you're out of the job again in one year. You're out of the job. Why would they were you take not teammates? It? They were not teammates, missed each other by a year. Yeah, that's the, that. That is the big thing, and that's sort of what we saw at LSU this past off season. Nobody's taking that job when you think Orgeron's going to get pushed out. And hey, guess what happened? He got pushed out. So you took a you got a one year rental there. Muschamp has got it. He sees the writing on the wall, and he knows what Muschamp knows what Mullen is. And he knows that he's it's not going to get turned around because he Muschamp can only do so much on the recruiting front. Yeah. So Muschamp will probably say it's it's not worth my time. But that would be a top-notch hire if they could make it, but I don't think they can. Jason says, speaking of Mullen, where's Bob Shoup now? He did a great job with that defense, especially compared to Todd Grantham. He is with Gus Malzahn at UCF. Love Coach Good job there. 
I loved his press conferences. I know that doesn't matter at all, but man. They're the best. They're the best. Detail. Actually answered questions. It was amazing. Hey, some quick thoughts on hoops in Starkville last night when we come back to wrap up the 4 o'clock hour. Then we'll start things off in the 5 o'clock hour with the college football fix and Ryan Brown from the next round. Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Checking in on your afternoon commute so far, no reports of any accidents or major areas of congestion. But if you encounter any traffic problems, please contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. On game day, Ole Miss leaves it all on the field. But with the powerful towing and payload that F-150 delivers, you can take it all with you any day of the week. No wonder Ford F-Series is America's best-selling truck 44 years straight. The 2021 Ford F-150 and Ole Miss, built for greatness. Visit your Mississippi Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. Based on 1977-2020 calendar year total sales. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. Lee Temple, customer, Clark's Construction. We had a complete bathroom renovation all the way from the tile floor to countertops and everything that goes with uh, with a bathroom. We checked with other folks to see how they had worked with Jerry, and we always got some uh, some good reviews. Never did get one that was uh, that was not good, and you know the trust issue was was not an issue with Jerry. So I'd say he's a five star for a construction company you can trust. Call Clark's Construction at 601-214-9463. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men and a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men and a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of The Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. 
Join Grammy Museum Mississippi as we feature singer-songwriter Don Bryant for an evening of songs and behind-the-scenes stories as part of the Words and Music, a songwriter series moderated by Scott Bomar. This feature of Don Bryant will be held at Grammy Museum Mississippi on November 15th at 7 p.m. Tickets are $20. To purchase tickets and or to learn more about upcoming events and Grammy Museum's current exhibit, MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. Triple eight eight zero eight eight six three seven on Super Talk Mississippi. Coaches as the cast of Yellowstone. I don't know if you guys watched that or not. New season just began. <laughs> We've got Nick Saban as John Dutton. Kirby Smart as Chief Rainwater. <laughs> Lane Kiffin as Beth Dutton. Missouri as Jimmy. You guys don't watch that show, do you? I do not, so it's also okay. lost on me. Okay. Uh, well, never mind then. Sports Talk Mississippi finally, with you. Finally, you have a reference that Borky and I are like, I don't, I don't get it. Last night in Starkville, Mississippi State opened its 2021-22 basketball season with a win over North Alabama. Question on the show yesterday, do you think they'll cover? And Haydad said, eh, probably not. Well, they did, comfortably. And they were led in scoring by, go figure, last year's preseason ACC Player of the Year, Garrison Brooks, 18 points on 8 of 15 shooting, had five rebounds, and did that in 28 minutes last night. Iverson Molinar was in double figures with 13 points. Uh, Off the bench, Cam Carter had 11 points on 4 of 4 shooting last night. That was in 19 minutes. And uh, you got Sha- uh, Shaq Moore. Are we going with Shaq or Shaquille? Shaquille. Shaquille Moore had eight. DJ Jeffries had seven in 30 minutes. And uh, Cam Matthews had seven in 25 minutes. Uh, basically, Ben Howland played eight guys last night. Yeah, 14 rebounds last night for Cam Matthews. It's big time. Uh, let me think here. So they had the starters, Cam Carter. Played Derek Fountain played JV. No, no, it was more than that. JV and Davis played. It so, was those yeah, yeah. eight that played significant minutes, and then they emptied the bench with Justin Rumpf and Alden there, Applewhite and Tyler Brumfield and Isaac Stansberry. Ah, oh, there he is. What an ovation he got when he hit the court. I got to tell you. Uh, I thought there was another guy in the rotation there, but I guess I was wrong. But of course, you know, makes you think that there's two more guys to come. You know, Rocket Watts, who Howland said should be back next Wednesday uh, when State plays Detroit Mercy. And then Tolu Smith, who I think probably, you know, sometime in December is coming back. 
I don't know if grammatically what I'm about to say makes sense, but I'm going to go with it. State was really good in the first half of the first half, and they were really good in the second half of the second half. And in the middle there, they weren't great. They got up to 35. They were up 35-11 with six minutes to go in the first half. Uh, UNA cut it to, to an 11-point lead. They, were, they got as close as seven in the second half, and then State just started pulling away uh, late. Uh, to, I mean, you said they covered, but that game, that cover was very much in doubt with three or four minutes to go before State finally just went on a run to put to put the uh, the ball game away. A lot of good pieces. I like what I saw from Garrison Brooks. They got to be better at the free throw line. What was the final number on that? It was seven for seventeen. Was the last one I remember seeing. Uh, free throws, fifteen to twenty-six. Yeah, not great. Not great for Mr. Poor JV and Davis. Two of eight from the line. Uh, that's you know yeah. somebody that fifty-eight percent from the strike. Yeah, not not good for Mississippi State. They got to figure that out. But defensively, they played pretty well. I found it one interesting. Uh, UNA I think had one more turnover than Mississippi State, maybe two. But State Force had got twenty-four points off of turnovers, and UNA got two. And that's just that's just a huge discrepancy there. It shows State was good getting back in transition. They were also very good out out on the fast break. Uh, Molinar looked looked pretty good. Brooks, as you mentioned, you can see why he was so highly touted. He's just very smooth. He he looks like an NBA player uh, with, with the things that he does. Jeffries, uh, disappointing is not the right word. It's game one, but I expected maybe a little bit more from him as a shooter. Uh, he struggled a little bit there. More same, but you know, it's 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 game one. Uh, it was an easy win. I don't know how much more you can ask for. I disappointed some people by not finishing the cast of characters for Yellowstone. Yeah, go for it. We've gotten enough people that want to hear it. Uh, John Dutton is Nick Saban in Alabama. Chief Rainwater, uh, Kirby Smart in Georgia. Beth Dutton, Lane Kiffin. Both were kind of the worst a few years ago, but now can do no wrong. Both are elite at their job. Uh, Being elite trolls. Constantly making people mad. Also, both are absolutely terrible cooks who apparently don't know how to make hamburger helper and popcorn. Jimmy is Missouri. Casey Dutton is Kentucky. He said this is easy besides Tennessee fans and degenerate gamblers. There's absolutely no one that pulls against Kentucky. Uh, Monica as Vanderbilt. Miserable personality or miserable football team. Take your pick. Lloyd. Sam Pittman in Arkansas. Walker is Auburn. Texas Ranger? Can't believe they didn't cast Rip as anybody. Maybe there's more coming in the thread. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. 5 o'clock hour. Ryan Brown joins me next. WFMN Forrest Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, online at baroniestreepros.com. 
News. I'm Rich Dennison. A federal appeals court has temporarily blocked the release of records sought by the House Committee investigating the January 6th violence at the U.S. Capitol. The U.S. Court of Appeals in D.C. has temporarily blocked release of call logs, draft speeches, and other documents sought by the congressional panel after a challenge by former President Trump. The court order is intended to give time for judges to consider Trump's arguments against release. Fox's Jared Halpern in Washington. The defense has rested its case in the murder trial of Kyle Rittenhouse, accused of fatally shooting two men and injuring another at a protest in Kenosha, Wisconsin last year. A person injured at last Friday's concert in Houston has died. Barty Shahani, a Texas A&M student, is now the ninth person to die as a result of the crowd crush at the Astroworld Festival last week. Fox's Grinnell Scott, America's listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live main lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Have Smith Marine winterize your boat so it's done right. See the 2022 Crest Pontoons with great Suzuki outboard warranties. Come see the pros at Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive on the Rev by Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Traffic deaths nationwide are at a 15-year high, up almost 20% in the first six months of this year. That's according to the National Traffic Highway Safety Administration. Mississippi has the second highest fatality rate in the country, over 31 deaths per 100,000 licensed drivers. Distracted driving is the main contributor. The Mississippi Justice Institute is representing the Gulf Coast Restaurant Group in a lawsuit challenging President Biden's vaccine mandate for private employers. Director Aaron Rice said they challenged it because if they lose staff as a result, it'll make it difficult to keep restaurants open. They used to have 1,200 employees. Now they're down to 1,000. And so they're struggling to keep up with customer demand, struggling to keep their restaurants open. They're on limited menus, limited hours. Saturday, the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals temporarily halted the mandate. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. And action! Our favorite restaurant's open again! I'm so pumped to be back on campus. So happy the kids will be back in school. What? <laughs> Stop! Wait, I can't do this. Life is not back to normal. COVID is not over. I got my shot. Are you guys even vaccinated? The only way to beat this thing is for us all to be vaccinated. I mean, the variants are deadly. So please, please, please do it today. A message from the Mississippi State Department of Health. Open enrollment for healthcare.gov is here. If you're uninsured or have a job that doesn't offer insurance, check out healthcare.gov. Due to a new law, prices are lower and more people qualify. Now, four out of five customers pay just $10 a month or less with financial help. It's easier than ever to find the right plan for you and millions of Americans just like you have already enrolled. A new law, lower prices, more people qualify. Sign up at healthcare.gov by by December 15th. 
Republican Senator Roger Wicker and Democrat Benny Thompson are the only two members of Mississippi's congressional delegation that voted for the infrastructure bill. Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith said she voted no because it's not fiscally responsible. They're estimating that it will add at least $256 billion dollars to the deficit. One advantage a state can have in attracting jobs and economic development is renewable power. Entergy Mississippi is making its largest ever commitment to renewable resources. The company plans to replace some aging natural gas plants with 1,000 megawatts of renewable energy, such as solar, over the next five years. It's called EDGE for economic development with green energy, and the strategy is twofold. Give Mississippi an edge in recruiting industry while at the same time giving Entergy customers an effective hedge against volatile natural gas prices. To read more about this effort, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. Trustmark checking fits you to a T. Use the My Trustmark app to bank anywhere from your truck to a tent. Make mobile payments at retailers from Tampa to Tacoma. And with new Plus checking, you'll even get discounts on trips. Trip? Oh, uh, hey, you stole my line. You need Plus checking. It has identity theft protection too. Don't stop about Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi right here on supertalk.fm, the Super Talk Mississippi app, and always live on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. Clock hour back with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. If you're watching there, you see that Ryan Brown is joining us from the palatial man cave that is a part of Casa de Brown in the greater Birmingham area. He is, of course, co host of The Next Round, which is a multimedia platform of sports content that never stops. Ryan's joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team. Mississippi Farm Bureau. Haven't talked to you in a while. How's it going, man? I'm really good. You know, I uh, I can't remember. I saw Borky tweet something the other day, and uh, I thought, man, they, they must have fallen out of love with me that Borky hasn't called me in forever. I guess Richard told him, uh, we, we've had enough of Brown. Let's let's move on. That, that, that's what it was, but he you know, kept bothering me about it, and so I was like, sure, why not call him, see if, <laughs> see if uh, we can squeeze him in. Hey, I appreciate a few minutes of your time this afternoon. I, I know sometimes we bounce around all over the place, and, and maybe we'll have some time to do that, but I really want to start with Auburn. Um, I know, first of all, you guys talk to Bo Nix every week. You, you've got a, an NIL mm-hmm. deal with him, and uh, I'm kind of curious what, what your take big picture is on Bo Nix, and then we'll drill down a little bit. 
Uh, big picture, he's gotten better this year. I, I don't think you can argue that. And in fact, you know, the last month before um, they made the road trip to Texas A&M, he had probably played his best month of football. The thing that complicated that was part of that month was Georgia. So you've, you've got to kind of grade Georgia on the curve or your, his performance against Georgia on the curve because of how good they are. Um, I, I tell you what Auburn fans really had hoped for, Richard, was, you know, I, I think back to the Ole Miss Bo Wallace days when you had good Bo and bad Bo. You remember that. Yeah. Um, this case, you had road Bo and home Bo. And home Bo has been a pretty good quarterback at times, a really good quarterback. But road Bo historically has not been very good. And he had made some pretty good road starts at LSU and a really good one at Arkansas. So I think a, a lot of people had hoped that kind of road Bo had died, but it showed back up in College Station, and he didn't play well against a But to his defense, it wasn't just him. The entire offense played horribly. It was um, their two worst offensive performances of being against Georgia and, and, and Texas A&M, and it was, it was very bad Saturday uh, in College Station. Texas A&M's defense is, is really good, but should Auburn have been better offensively than they were? Yeah, I mean, they could run the ball effectively. Tank Bigsby has had a weird year. Uh, I think a lot of people thought he would be the best back in the SEC. And frankly, he has struggled to consistently get over 100 yards. You know, he went over 100 uh, at Arkansas, and that was his first 100-yard game since the Penn State game. So, you know, once they really got in conference play, he had not uh, had a 100-yard game. Or actually, it was against Ole Miss, excuse me, when he, when he had 100 against Ole Miss. That was his first one since Penn State. So uh, the offensive line has been very, very sketchy. And, and Auburn, just frankly, they don't have any game-breaking receivers. Demetrius Robertson is the transfer from Georgia. He, you know, he's a solid receiver. He's Auburn's best receiver. But, you know, he's not a guy that would be the number one at Ole Miss or at State or at Alabama probably. Um, you know, Shedrick Jackson is a local product. He's just an okay receiver. they got a solid tight end in John Samuel Schinker, but they're just not real talented. At, in, in the receiving area. So I don't think he's got a ton of help, and he doesn't get a lot of help up front. And that's one reason, you know, they went to T.J. Finley to win the Georgia State game, and a lot of people wanted them to stick with T.J. Finley, but he's just not mobile enough to play behind that offensive line. And and frankly, once Bo got benched, you know, that was when he started playing his best football. So there's really no reason to go to Finley. But even if you had wanted to, it would have been hard to do just because you're going to have to have a mobile quarterback behind that Auburn offensive line. I thought the body language... In in the game, uh, let, let's see. So they went to T.J. Finley at the end of the Georgia State game, and then they yep. start Bo Nix against LSU and bring Finley in and then take him back out. And I thought the body language was really, really bad. It felt like, and this is you know outside looking in, it would have been really hard to go back to him as the quarterback after that. Am I overplaying that? Now, are you talking about Bo's body language or T.J. Finley? No, no, no. I, I thought Bo Nix's body language was fantastic and was kind of Finley's biggest yeah. cheerleader. But I thought when Finley didn't go back, when they put Bo Nix back yeah. in against LSU, the Finley body language was really bad. So here's why I asked that, because Bo caught a lot of criticism. He had to address it on our show about his body language when he got pulled in the Georgia State game. Um, and T.J. Finley went in. A lot of people thought Bo didn't cheerlead enough and he kind of owned it he was like i you know i was in an uncomfortable situation i didn't really know how to play that i was i didn't want the attention to be on me i wanted to you know tj and he said all the right things but that series where finley went in against lsu you could see a different bo nick so that's why i was getting you to clarify that yeah. uh but yes i agree i agree with you completely i i think 
And that's basically the way Knicks had played. I just think if you were Finley, you were going to force it if you had gone back in there. I, I felt that was kind of a weird time to bring Finley in. I guess they had planned to do that against yeah, LSU. I don't know. But, yeah, Knicks had played pretty well in that game up until that point. And then after that, he, he played very well. All right, so this matchup this weekend, I, we were talking earlier, and, and I almost – I shouldn't at this point because of what Mississippi State has been offensively, but I almost did a double take when I saw the total in this game was 50. And it's hard for me to wrap my mind around a Mike Leach offense having an over-under that is 50. But when you look at what Auburn has done offensively and State's done offensively, and then you look at what both of these have done defensively, both of these teams have done defensively, maybe that's a number that makes a lot of sense. And maybe the under is a pretty smart play. Well, I mean, it certainly could be. Look, Derek Mason, um, it's it's been inconsistent to begin with, but of late his defense has played very, very well. Um, and he's gotten back whole again. You know, Owen Popo had been out until the Ole Miss game. So when Ole Miss came to Auburn, that was the first game since Penn State that Owen Popo had played in the middle. So obviously that was a big issue with them being inconsistent is they didn't have their middle linebacker. So, you know, they're back whole now, and they have played very well, I would agree. Um, you know, I think one thing that could kind of limit the score a little bit is is Mike Bobo and Brian Harson still are very much – I don't want to say old school on offense, but they don't mind winning time of possession and grinding a little bit of clock and sh- trying to shorten the game just a little bit. They don't mind doing that at all. Um, so I could see them try to limit Mississippi State possessions. I would agree with you. That is a low total for a Mississippi State game. But I think, you know, that, that, that another thing there is that's really a credit to Zach Arnett and the way he's coached defensively. You know, if you look at all, I mentioned Auburn's two worst performances, and I don't know how you feel about the statistic total defense, which obviously is a measure of yards per game. I think it's yeah. pretty important, but there are some people that live and buy by score, live and die by scoring defense and total defense is a waste or whatever. But if you just look at total defense at yards per game, Auburn's two worst performances this year have been against in the SEC: number one Georgia and number three Texas A&M. Well, two, four, and five are Alabama, Mississippi State, and South Carolina. And that's Auburn's three remaining opponents. So I think that's the challenge that is in front of Auburn is they're playing, at least by that one statistic, the best five defenses, the best three defenses down the stretch that they'll face all year. So I think, you know, it'll be interesting to see the way that offense responds. What do you think the most important position group matchup, one side against the other, is on Saturday? Oh, I think it's receiver against the Mississippi State defensive backs who are who are pretty good defensive backs. I mean, I think those two corners are good players. And, you know, if you're if you're Auburn's receivers, you've got to find a way to win some one on ones to give Bo Nick somebody to throw to. He just doesn't have a whole lot of open guys to throw to. So I think if you're Auburn's receivers, you you got to find a way to give him a target and and keep him from just having to run for his life, pull it down and get what he can or run for his life and throw a low percentage throw on the run, over near the sidelines. So I, I would say it's it's the receivers for Auburn against those Mississippi, Mississippi State defensive backs. This isn't germane to the game on Saturday, but have we gotten an answer on the whole vaccine deal with, with Harson with, with that date have, approaching pretty quickly? We have not. Um, he is one of those that says whether I'm vaccinated or not, I just don't feel like it's anybody's business. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to tell you about my players. I'm, you know, this is private and our team, and I really don't even have a feel for it, to be honest with you. So I believe it I, was I mean, I guess Joe we're going to know based on whether or not he coaches in the Iron Bowl, yeah. right? 
No, I think, uh, so I was about to say that. I think Joe Goodman of AL.com, and this is his writing, not mine, and I could misquote his math here, but I think the way he did the math was by when um, Harson had COVID, if you take the 90-day window that he has to sit through before he can get vaccinated, I think December 8th, I think just before December 8th is, the, is, is when he can be vaccinated. So I think it would get him through the Iron Bowl, and in the event they went to the SEC championship game through that, but it would be between the championship game and the bowl season that he would either have to be vaccinated or fired. If I remember Joe's math right, and I'm, I can't swear that I do, I think it would be after the SEC championship game. You got time to hang and bounce around the SEC, or do you need to run? No, I'm good. The Dolphins haven't kicked yet. I'm waiting on the Dolphins to kick back there, so we're good till then. The only... Well, not the only one. Millions of people will watch that game tonight, but uh, there's a pretty good college football game on as well. But you got multiple screens, I so I guess you can monitor everything. That's right. That's right. Ryan yeah. Brown from the next round in Birmingham, but you can get it anywhere. Uh, we'll continue with him. We'll bounce around the SEC. We'll talk about Alabama a little bit, about his thoughts on Ole Miss, Texas A&M, and more when we continue. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Checking in on your afternoon commute so far, no reports of any accidents or major areas of congestion. But if you encounter any traffic problems, please contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstadt or online at bennelson.com. Push the limits of what's possible in the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. With a bold exterior and premium interior, Outlander reimagines the SUV. Rule the road with Mitsubishi Super All-Wheel Control and wireless smartphone technology. Plus, an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today and get up to 3500 over book value for your trade. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, get Thunderstruck. Super All-Wheel Control is an available feature on all trim levels. Price terms and vehicle availability may vary. Important restrictions and rules apply. See retailer for limited warranty and more details. Offer ends 12 13 I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. I'm here to help you with your construction site. We have many different options such as portable toilets, handicap units, hand washers, eye washers, and also roll-off dumpsters. When you gotta go, please call Gotta Go, 601-879-3969. Here's an important message from Clyde DeChamp, EMS Board Representative to the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance. Mississippi has a serious paramedic shortage. Are you looking for a career change? Do you want to do something more meaningful? Paramedics literally hold people's lives in their hands on a daily basis. We're not talking about driving fast. We're talking about interpreting EKGs, administering medications that stabilize failing hearts, raise blood pressures, and relieve chest pain. We're talking about performing medical procedures that can literally make a difference between life and death. 
If you think you might be ready for a career change, it's time to join the ranks of Mississippi's healthcare heroes, making a difference on the front lines of emergency care. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to visit mshealthcarealliance.org for a complete listing of community colleges that offer paramedic training. Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams with live reports from the games and practices, plus exclusive interviews with coaches, players, and legends from the past. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. us on the ceasefire text line 601-879-4395 let ceasefire handle the managed it services so you can focus on your business learn more at ceasefirebusiness.com continuing our conversation with ryan brown from the next round they are based in birmingham but they are nationwide maybe even worldwide i mean i guess if you get the internet and you know bangladesh you can you can watch the next round live if you uh if you are so inclined to do so um we have not yet gotten into this today. We, we spent a lot of time on games today, and so we haven't gotten into the, the story from Ross Dellinger uh, this morning, uh, kind of an advancement of the, the 12-team playoff story. The, the new twist is Power 5 champions get in, and the highest-ranked group of five champion gets an automatic bid, and then there's six uh, um, at-large teams uh, that go as well. I mean... I've made so much fun of the alliance of the Big Ten, ACC, and and the Pac-12, and their whole we weren't represented, and so by golly, we're going to pitch a fit. Do you think this was a function of okay, this is a concession we can get where it doesn't put egg all over our face, but it's really, really stupid for us to be holding this progress up because it's going to guarantee we get in if we get to twelve teams. Do you think that's where this next step came from? I, I do, and I think this is such an interesting time for it because, like, if you're the ACC right now, you're shut out. I mean, you're not getting in this year. Wake is your best chance, and they lost. So, you know, if you were the ACC, you looked at it and say, well, you know, this is this is not a typical year for us, but we would be in, you know, in another in another setup, you know, where they're at larges. Um, if you're the the Big Twelve, you can say, well, we're losing the one team that. And right now, we we got to play ball. If you're the Pac-12, you're a Washington State upset away from Oregon um, this weekend of not being in this thing. So I think it's an interesting time where all these conference commissioners have to step back and look and say, you know, our our, our guaranteed spot isn't there unless we do something different. Yeah, it really is fascinating. And then apparently, the only holdup at this point is the Rose Bowl, which shockingly, the Rose Bowl <laughs> is causing problems again. I wonder if we get past that. I don't know if we can because I saw that from Ross's, you know, report. Uh, you didn't even have to read the article because it said, 
it was talking about the uh, first round on campus and that the you know pushback from that was the Big Ten and the Bowls, which may as well have just said the Rose Bowl because the Rose Bowl is the puppet with their hand up the Big Ten's butt making the mouth move, and they're the <laughs> thing that is holding this whole thing up. I, I, don't, I don't see any reason we shouldn't have the first round games on campus. The one thing that I never understood about any sort of system that doesn't have the first round games on campus is we are now asking fans to go to a bowl side, go to a conference championship game potentially, then yeah. go to a bowl site, then go to a semifinal bowl site, then go to a championship. But that's four. I mean, how many people can afford that, especially, you know, in this economy? I mean, that's, that's just insane to try to ask fans to do that. And, and Ryan, I'd argue that you should go first two rounds on, on campus. So, so five, six, seven, yeah. and eight host, and then one, two, three, four host the second round. And then you can basically stick with the system that we've got for the, the final four. Yeah, because and here's the so here's the other side of that that they're not thinking about is the fact that right now I've always said if I'm a fan, for instance, take a Georgia fan. How many Georgia fans are going to pay to go right after Christmas to Dallas and Miami, and how many are going to say either we're getting through that or if we don't, I don't want to watch it. So I'm just going to wait and go to Indianapolis. Well, now you're adding another round where, as a fan, I have to make that decision. That just doesn't, that's not healthy for those bowl games that think they're going to get shut out. Yeah, uh, you, you, you certainly make a good point. So let's bounce around the rest of the games in the uh, the SEC this weekend. The, the Ole Miss Texas A&M game in Oxford is uh, it's a fascinating one. I, I think whether or not this game is, is competitive, whether or not Ole Miss has a chance to win, determines is determined so much by health. You know, the, the health of receivers and the health of Matt Corral and, and what they're able to do. If you, you see a functional Matt Corral and maybe you get Braylon Sanders and, and Dontario Drummond back, how much of a shot do you give Ole Miss to, to knock off A&M? I, I like Ole Miss. In fact, I said uh, on my show today, if I, if I knew Corral, now, you know, like Drummond and Sanders are huge, right? Uh, but if I knew Corral, he had one of those, say, and he's 85% or better, I like Ole Miss in this spot. Um, that, that, that Mike Elko defense has played very, very well. But if you go back and look at the Alabama game, that's, that's the most prolific offense they have faced. Um, and, and Alabama made every mistake conceivable on offense that night and still scored a bundle of points on them. Um, you know, there, there's, you can move the ball on this defense. It's not, it's not the Georgia defense by any stretch of the imagination. So if I knew I had an 85% or better corral and maybe one of those receivers, I would like Ole Miss in that situation. I think Ole Miss has improved their defense as the season has gone. Calzada is not a guy outside of the Alabama game, which is one of the weirdest outliers of the year, his performance against Alabama. I don't think Calzada is a guy that can beat you. So I, I think Ole Miss could limit their rush, and I think Ole Miss could win that game if I knew corral is, say, 85% or better, and maybe he's got Drummond or Sanders. But if he's got both of them, I would like Ole Miss in this spot. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that one plays out. Should be a great atmosphere. Arkansas and LSU is fascinating to me. I keep thinking that LSU is having their, their Custer's last stand, and at some point they're just going to fold it up and be like, whatever, we're done. And yet Ed Ogeron, to his everlasting credit, continues to get that team to play hard. No bigger example than what we saw in Tuscaloosa last Saturday night. Do we get that LSU, or do we get the LSU that gave up 300 yards rushing to Kentucky and almost 300 yards rushing to Ole Miss with what turns into a route for Arkansas? Yeah, I, I think you get the latter. I, you know, I think what happened was the Florida game, the, the, the team knew what Orgeron was about to do. They played for Orgeron. They know the importance of the Alabama game to Ed Orgeron, and they played 
And they left everything on the field in Tuscaloosa. I was very impressed with their effort there. And Alabama, I think, underestimated them. and came in kind of flat off the bye week. And all that added up to the game you saw. But I think that catches up with them. I think they fired every bullet they had. Now, I will say that final game of the year, uh, Orgeron's final game, home against A&M, is a tough spot for A&M. Because I think they'll do that again for Orgeron, trying to send him out as a winner at home. But I feel like these next couple here, you're probably going to get a pretty flat emotionless LSU. So I kind of like Arkansas in that situation. Can you imagine them carrying Ogeron off the field on their shoulders like they did with Les Miles a few years ago? (laughs) Well, especially if, say, you know, Auburn wins the Iron Bowl and all of a sudden that game for A&M, if it's that night game, you know, that game for A&M is for the SEC championship game berth. And then they pull the upset over A&M and knock A&M out of the SEC championship game. That would be, uh, that'd be a crazy scene. What about Georgia and Tennessee? Uh, I mean, there's no question Georgia's the better ten- uh, team, and I think they'll be able to score, you know, pretty much at will because that Tennessee defense has, has been a sieve. But Tennessee's offense is impressive, and, and I like what Hendon Hooker's doing, and they've got some weapons in the passing game. Can Tennessee score a little bit on, on Georgia? I think they could, but yeah, I mean, I, I think like a 42-21 type game is what I would see in this. But yeah, I think Tennessee can actually move the ball a little bit on Georgia. I, again, if you want to talk about best offenses Georgia has faced, it's probably going to be Tennessee. You know, I think Tennessee's offense right now is better than the Florida offense Georgia faced. It's better than the Kentucky offense, better than the Auburn offense. Um, you know, Clemson certainly. So I, I don't know another offense I would say is better at this point in the season where Tennessee is, than, than this team. So I think they can move the ball a little bit on Georgia now. They're not going to stop Georgia. And Georgia, I think, is going to be able to not necessarily name their score. But like I said, two or three touchdown win. Like 40, if you told me it's 42-21, I think Tennessee's moved the ball okay on them and scored some points. And Georgia's done offensively about what I think they should against uh, Tennessee. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you on uh, on that front. I'm not sure that I think Tennessee can score 21. I, I could see them getting to 14. Maybe they get to 17. It, it just feels like that would be an anomaly for the Georgia defense. Last thing for you, Ryan, really appreciate your time. If you had a vote for SEC Coach of the Year today, who would you vote for? I made him think, um, guys. I made him think. You did. You know, you said today, I wanted to say, if Shane Beamer can get another win and get them to a bowl game, I would give I a vote to I was wondering if you were going there. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, they're not bowl eligible yet. You know, um, Sam Pittman has a bowl eligible. You know, here's the thing, though. You always overlook the guy that just does the things he's supposed to do and win the championship. So you can give it to Kirby, too. I mean, if, if Kiffin can get it home 10-2, and two, I, I, you know, I think about Kiffin. I think there are a lot of possibilities. If Jimbo takes them to Atlanta, you kind of think about Jimbo even with two puzzling losses. But if Beamer gets that team bowl eligible at six and five, six and six, I would be inclined to go Shane Beamer. Always great to catch up with you. Love the uh, love the backdrop. Good luck to your Dolphins tonight. Thanks as always for your time. They need it. All right, thanks, Richard. See you. Yeah, they uh, they do probably need it. That's Ryan Brown from the next round. You can find them uh, on the internet, streaming, podcasts, all that good stuff. Great dude and a, uh, a good show as well. Hey, uh, Sports Talk Mississippi is brought to you in part by Visit Oxford and visitoxfordms.com. Ton going on this weekend. Double-decker bus tours tomorrow afternoon at 3 and 4 o'clock. 
tunes around town with locations at the uh, the Atrium by the Growler, Spring Street Cigars, and the North Lamar Pocket Park. Second annual Holly Jolly Holidays is back starting on December 1st. All of that information available online as the Visit Oxford website, visitoxfordms.com. You can follow them on social media at Visit Oxford MS. Half an hour left with you. We will be right back. Wow, wow. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. For your Veterans Day, rain in the forecast, high near 73. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 42. Your finally Friday, sunny skies, high near 69. Friday evening, mostly clear, low all the way down to 38. And for your Saturday, sunny skies, high only to 55. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. With store-wide savings of 50 to 80%, now is the perfect time to do your Christmas shopping at DNS Diamonds and Jewelry. Our lease expires soon, and so will the savings. Save 50 to 80% on stackable rings, diamond studs, color and diamond pendants, even our wedding bands are sale price. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry is closing out our entire inventory. Nothing is held back. 50 to 80% off store-wide now at DNS Diamonds and Jewelry. 144 Market Street, Flowood, in front of J.C. Penney. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Access to quality health care is essential to building a healthier and stronger Mississippi. At Amerigroup, we're doing everything we can to make that a reality. Since 2020, we've invested over $2 million through grants and donations to support Mississippi communities. From rural nursing scholarships to the state's first prescription food program, this is just the beginning of Amerigroup's commitment to enrich the lives of every Mississippian. Learn more at AmerigroupMS.com family. They are definitely family in that clinic. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just, and every time I go in, it's just like, they're so nice and they just, they're just so compassionate. It seems silly to say that it was a pleasure, but it really was. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. 
Traffic deaths nationwide are at a 15-year high, up almost 20% in the first six months of this year. That's according to the National Traffic Highway Safety Administration. Mississippi has the second highest fatality rate in the country, over 31 deaths per 100,000 licensed drivers. Distracted driving is the main contributor. The Mississippi Justice Institute is representing the Gulf Coast Restaurant Group in a lawsuit challenging President Biden's vaccine mandate for private employers. Director Aaron Rice said they challenged it because if they lose staff as a result, it'll make it difficult to keep restaurants open. They used to have 1,200 employees. Now they're down to 1,000. And so they're struggling to keep up with customer demand, struggling to keep their restaurants open. They're on limited menus, limited hours. Saturday, the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals temporarily halted the mandate. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. As you give thanks this holiday season, remember those whose hard work helped make your gathering possible. From the roof over your head to the food on your table like the turkey, sweet potato casserole, cream corn, and delicious pecan pie. Our Mississippi farmers deserve a collective thank you. May God bless our farmers across the state with a bountiful harvest and your family this holiday season. This message is brought to you by the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation and Farm Families of Mississippi. The University of Mississippi School of Business is hosting its 20th annual Banking and Finance Symposium on November 12th at the Oxford Convention Center. Keynote speakers are Scott Anderson of Stiefel, KBW, Rebecca Romero-Rainey of ICBA, and Jill Castilla of Citizens Bank. A first-ever Women in Banking breakfast will be held at 8 a.m. The symposium is open to all banking and finance professionals and banking students. Panels will discuss fintech and mergers and acquisitions. To register, go online at our alumni page or email Dr. Ken Syrie to get info. From the coast to the Delta and all points in between, the stories of your Mississippi, all 82 counties, are heard here with Super Talk Mississippi News. What happens? Why does it happen? And how will it affect you, your family, and your bottom line? From the capital to your county, we bring you the most important stories from all across the state. Stay here and stay informed. Super Talk Mississippi News, online at supertalk.fm. Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. It's about time. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort, the home of the Golden Moon Casino, just across the street. The Silver Star, and of course, the Sportsbook at Timeout Lounge. Hey, tomorrow, the University of Mississippi School of Business is hosting its annual Banking and Finance Symposium. That's at the Oxford Conference Center. The Gallo Show, Middays with Gerard and Sports Talk Mississippi will be there as leaders of the Mississippi financial industry gather in Oxford. So we'll be there with you tomorrow afternoon. Uh, if you want to be a part of the conversation, ceasefire text line is the way to do it, 601-879-4395. So guys, got into it a little bit with, um, with uh, Ryan Brown about playoff expansion, 
going to 12 teams. There were some uh, some tweets this morning from Ross Dellinger outlining the the high points of what was in the story. Leaders are mulling an alternate 12-team playoff expansion model proposed last week. Instead of six highest-ranked conference champs getting auto bids, the alternate model grants automatic qualifiers to each Power 5 champion plus the highest-ranked group of five champions. So it's a 5-plus-1 model within five at-large teams. Ross writes, something to note about the 12-team alternate format. It's unlikely to change the field from the original proposal. In seven years of college football playoff, each Power 5 champion would have made the field except for last year when two group of five champions surpassed the Pac-12 champion Oregon. So that would have been Cincinnati out of the American and Coastal Carolina from the Sun Belt. He also said members of the alliance proposed the alternate 5-plus-1 model, which is drawing scrutiny from some group of five ADs, but could be a way to get alliance members on board. The remaining hurdle, though, is the Rose Bowl. Hmm. He said agreements are coming into focus. If a 12-team expansion is passed, leaders plan to play first-round games, one, two weeks after the league championships, and two, on campus of higher seeds despite pushback from the Big Ten and the Bulls. Commissioners will next meet in, what, three weeks, December 1st and 2nd in Dallas, with what appears to be a trio of options. One, remain at four through 2025. Two, approve the original 12-team expansion. Or three, approve the 12-team alternate plan which is what we're discussing, the, the 4 plus 1. 12-team uh, expansion would bring in an additional $450 million in revenue for the 24 and 25 contract years, and ESPN has shown flexibility in opening the rights to multiple networks. There, there a lot to unpack there. What do you think? I think this is a clear sign that the alliance, the big bad alliance that formed in response to the SEC daring to improve itself is scared of the AAC in the Sun Belt. That's what ultimately that's what this is. They do not want to see a Sun Belt team and an AAC team take an automatic qualifier and a playoff spot from them. And this is their effort to avoid that. Because what we are seeing unravel right in front of our eyes, and we saw it last year, where the originally proposed 12-team model would have seen only four Power 5 conferences get an automatic qualifier, Mm -hmm. and the Sun Belt champion and the AAC champion would have gotten the automatic qualifier ahead of the Pac-12, which would have been left out. They are terrified of that because it's happening again. If Oregon loses, or if Wake Forest loses again, which probably going to happen, feels like it, those two leagues would be left out of a 12-team playoff. And they cannot let that happen. That may be. Probably. Pro- probably. Oregon might still get in. That win over Ohio losses. State certainly would carry some weight. But either way, that's what they're afraid of. And it's happening right in front of their eyes. And this is a panic move to save their rear ends. And it's hilarious that they went from the big bad alliance 
of very, very, very good friends, to I'm scared of the Sun Belt. But that's what do you not think, overly surprising. It's just not overly surprising. The Power Five conferences are always going to act in their own interest more than the interests of the sport or anything like that. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not totally taken aback by anything like this. At the end of the day, though, sort of go back to what you just said a second ago, Richard. That 99% of the time, it, this is all going to pan out that way anyway. So we're getting us to 12. We'll get great games. We get more college football. Sign me up. Sign me up. And this is, I'm not trying to make it mine. There are lots of other people that have, have talked about this. But for a couple of years, when I've thrown out the idea of expanding to eight, it's where I thought we would land. Five power, five conference champions, highest ranked group of five champion, and then two at larges. I just never went down the road of 12 in my mind because I didn't like the idea of four teams getting a bye. Mm -hmm. The the only thing that I don't like about this is not having two rounds of games on campus. But it doesn't feel like that's getting any traction at all. So, so be it. I want to switch gears. This is really fascinating to me. Have you seen the statement that the NCAA released regarding the Oklahoma State infractions case? You guys read this? Yeah. It is this the is from the NCAA on their website. Comments by Oklahoma State personnel regarding its infractions case resulted in NCAA volunteer committee members and staff receiving threatening and offensive messages before, after being identified by name. This is unacceptable. Oklahoma State personnel encouraged individuals to circumvent the NCAA member-created process that every school agrees to participate in as part of their responsibility to each other. Further, there is a troubling trend of misstating facts about the infractions processed by schools that disagree with the infractions' outcomes. Each member has the ability to seek changes to the Division I infractions process and there is a review group underway looking at how to improve the process. This is also a clear example of the work that needs to be done to address issues and behaviors like this moving forward with the new NCAA Constitution and Division I transformation process. We know that an adverse decision can be emotional, but personal attacks against individuals simply carrying out their responsibilities are inappropriate, unethical, and potentially dangerous. I mean, whatever. <laughs> and it was signed whatever by John J. Degosia, or whatever his name is, who's the Board of Governors Chair and President at Georgetown, Jerry Moorhead at uh, Georgia, President there, he's President of the Board of Directors, and Mark Emmert, NCAA President. So somebody told those three guys that, well, we got to have you sign off on this deal. I mean, this cannot happen. We cannot have a sitting head coach call out the members of the review panel. It's not like those names aren't public anyway. You just got slapped. And I left out a derogatory word before I said slap that you know should go there. By Oklahoma State in the most public fashion possible. Nobody respects you. 
You do not do your job well. That's what's unacceptable. Not that members of the committee got offensive and threatening messages. Now, should you be threatening these people because of this decision? No. No, you shouldn't. That's stupid. Stop. Don't be that guy. Don't be that gal. But if you don't want to have to put out a statement like this, don't suck so badly at your job. These are volunteers. We want to talk about ethics. It's a great, great text. So the NCAA wants to talk about, quote, ethics, close quote. Business ethics. Just stop. Hot meat kettle, cry me a river. Do you hate it when the shoe's on the other foot? Etc., etc., etc. You know what I'm glad for? I'm glad to see coaches and athletics directors and commissioners. I'd love to see a president do well, no, no, and presidents. Mark Keenum did it on this very radio program about a month and a half ago. I'm glad to see people in positions of leadership stand up and finally say, no, NCAA, the way you do business is not acceptable anymore, and we're going to strip you of your power. I don't care what kind of a stupid, pansy statement you put out about how your feelings got hurt. So... What? Uh, sorry, I, I I just needed to stop talking there. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center, with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Checking back in on your afternoon commute. So far, no reports of any accidents. Just your usual congestion for this time of day. This update has been brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the place to refinance your auto loan, home loan, or apply for a low-interest signature loan. River Trust Federal Credit Union. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. And off to Stoop, left side of the 30. He gets to the sidelines, 25-20. He's gone again. He's gone again. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Stoop. Calling all Rebel fans, we need you in the vault on Saturday, November 13th, as Ole Miss football takes on Texas A&M in a pivotal SEC West showdown. Tickets start at $75 can be purchased by calling 888-REB-TKTS or by visiting OleMissTix.com. Help us pack Vaught-Hemingway and beat the Aggies. Hotty-tighty and go Rebels. 
At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Whether it's getting the kiddos to school. I love you. Bye, Mom. Or taking it off-road and uphill. Oh, yeah! Yeah! Woohoo! <laughs> oh, yeah, baby! We've got the right tires for you. Tire Depot has a huge selection of tires for every budget and every purpose. From everyday drivers to extreme off-road performance, Tire Depot has you covered. Alignments, mounting and balancing, lift kits, and general repair. Tire Depot at the Reservoir in Brandon and Terry Road in Byram. This is professional ball player Jake Mangum. I know what it's like to live, eat, breathe, and play in Mississippi. And no other insurance company competes on my level like Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. I love my home team at Farm Bureau because they get me and they get what I need. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business. Win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit seaspire.com slash business. Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports. Sports Talk Mississippi. You know I love sports. On Super Talk Mississippi. So it was the NCAA Twitter account inside the NCAA that released the Oklahoma State infractions case statement. The replies are lovely. Actions have consequences, NCAA. Make a statement on this ratio you're going to have. I don't think this is going to go how you had hoped. Et cetera, et cetera. In terms of the ratio, 114 replies... 15 retweets, 11 likes. That's ratioed. Hmm. All right, what are you guys watching tonight? You watching uh, Thursday night football, or are you watching North Carolina, Pittsburgh, or something else? Yeah, the college game would have my attention a lot more than the pro game would. So probably checking in on that. Okay. Orky? Yeah, a lot of that. I mean, I've, I'm frustrated about what I'm going to have to do tomorrow, preemptively. I don't get nervous before sporting events. We are 26 and a half hours, roughly, from kickoff in our World Cup qualifier with Mexico tomorrow. 
And I'm already feeling some kind of way about that. In Cincinnati, they're first in the group. We're second. We're, we're in very fine shape, even if we lose. But something about it being Mexico. In, in, in Ohio, where we, for some reason, have incredible soccer atmospheres against Mexico in Ohio. Everywhere else in the country is filled with Mexico fans. Not Ohio. Doing something right up there. You think they'll be chanting, Dos Acero? Oh, I hope. I, I mean, geez, do I hope. But Pulisic won't start because he's coming off injury. He's just not in form yet, but he'll be a super sub, which is nice. <sighs> he's he's hurt a lot. Doesn't need to play. Don't play him. Hey, you hear, Sit on the bench. I, I want all of you out there listening to understand that Brian Haydad would rather the best American that's ever lived, soccer player, to not represent his country against yes. Mexico to preserve his body to play for Chelsea, which is some club over in Europe. That's what Brian Haydad would prefer. Not the American play for America, but the American play for Chelsea. That's right. what he's advocating for. Yes. In in this You dirty commie. In the southern United States where Britain is a democracy. Where patriotism is higher than anywhere else in the country. We love America here. Brian Haydad on statewide radio, but we love America. And so it's forgivable when it's about America. Brian <laughs> Haydad would rather a guy whose nickname is Captain America. He's not healthy. He needs to get healthy. He's healthy. He's gonna play. Ah, uh, he's not healthy enough. He would rather See, made Captain glass. Mm. Uh, well, the thing is, like often, especially in in CONCACAF, he is more skilled than everybody. He is the most skilled player on the field every field. And so these guys from Honduras and uh, Panama and Mexico, they counter... You hear the derision in his voice. They counter his skill with dirty, straight-up dirty play. And and there's a fear Ignore. with with him that he gets, man, he gets fouled hard. I mean, he's like Cam Newton at the quarterback position. Cam Newton gets officiated differently because he gets hit differently. Pulisic gets hit differently because these guys in these countries that don't have skilled players like him just foul the crap out of them all the time because that's the only way they're going to beat him. Hey, that's a commie. Long story. Let me short. leave you with a stat of the day, delivered by Michael Borky. It ain't great. All three of Mississippi's Division One football teams rank 120th or worse in penalties per game. Southern Miss leading the way at 120th at 8.4 per. Mississippi State 125th nationally at 8.8 penalties per game. There are 130 Division I playing football schools in these United States of America, where we cheer for Captain America. Ole Miss checking in at number 130 at 10 penalties per game. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. It's a coincidental stat of the day, but a stat of the day nonetheless. Oh, Jimbo. Jimbo says soccer is for little boys who can't hit curveballs. Don't play.
play baseball in, in those guys. Have you seen some of the contracts the soccer players are signing? Yeah. How's that for a parting shot on the ceasefire text line? Hey, fun. You and Oxford um, comrades. Fun being with you today. The uh, University of Mississippi Banking and Finance Symposium tomorrow. Gallo will be there at 6. Gerard will be there from 10 to 1. And then Sports Talk will be there tomorrow afternoon from 3 to 6. We will carry you into the football weekend tomorrow. Thanks for being with us. For Michael Borkey and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross. Good night. Talk Mississippi Media Production.